Hey everyone and welcome to Icons and Outlaws, your all-access backstage pass to the legends of the music world. I am your host, Jonathan Sayer. And I am Jeffrey. I am Logan. And this is episode three, Jay-Z. Ooh. Remember to stay to the end of the episode to listen to our version of JC's Dirt Off Your Shoulder that you can find on Spotify and our own curated Icons and Outlaws playlist. You can find everything about the show over at IconsAndOutlaws.com and make sure to subscribe and most importantly here, tell your friends. Sharing is caring. Jeff. Yes, sir. It's your first memory of Jay-Z. Cosmic bowling in high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. What would be... Uh, what's, what's the song? I can't think of it. With the girl? Uh, from... Uh, from, uh, from Rush Hour? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Let me get a... Right, right? That's what it is, right? Let me get a... Yeah, yeah. Cosmic bowling. I heard it. We'll talk about it for sure. How about you, buddy? Gold member. Austin Powers. That was my first time ever ever being introduced to Jay-Z. Wait, what was in? What was the? What was with Mini Me? With Mini Me, the cover. Oh. <laughs> it's a hard knock life. <laughs> the hard knock life. <laughs> I made a GPZ yeah, with my Mini Me and my amazing. Moto. Amazing. Yeah, that is good. so awesome. So first and foremost, I want to say I'm a huge hip hop fan. Always have been. Um, of course, I listen to everything. I was a big hip hip hop fan my entire life. I wasn't the biggest Jay Z fan, but this episode, you're gonna find out that that dude is way more than his music. He's Beyonce's husband. It's it's yeah, <laughs> that's a big deal. It is ri- it just ridiculous. So Jay Z was born Sean Corey Carter on December fourth, nineteen sixty nine, in Brooklyn, New York, right here in the United States. Okay, oh, wow. nineteen sixty nine. He grew up in Brooklyn's Marcy Projects in the Bedford. Uh, I'm gonna mess this word up. Stuv- uh, Stuyvesant, whatever neighborhood. It's just it's the Bedford, what it's the Marcy Projects. That's what everyone calls it. So it doesn't matter, which was uh, pretty rough at the time uh, where he was raised mainly by his mother, Gloria Carter, who says Sean, a.k.a. Jay-Z, used to wake up uh, the entire household at night banging out drum patterns on the kitchen table when he was a kid, Nice, <laughs> which is kind of cool. Yeah, you know what I mean? Cool. If you think about it, his mother bought, uh, bought him his first boom box for his birthday, which uh, kind of set him off on his love for music. That's just what he was into. Sean's father, Adnus Reeves, bailed out on his family, including Sean's three siblings at a uh, young age, but they rekindled their relationship right before his dad passed away. Mm. So, I mean, at least he got that, you know, whatever back. You Pretty know, common right, right. for that kind of setup. Yeah, it's it sucks, but, you know, it is what it is. So Sean, Jay-Z here, has said through his lyrics uh, that when he was younger, he actually once shot his older drug-addicted brother, Eric, in the shoulder for stealing his jewelry. Yes, he shot his own brother Nice. when he was young. And if I'm, if I, I, I think I'm right on this, but it was right around when he was like 13. Oh wow! I think huh. I don't have that in front of me, but yeah, like <laughs> don't be taking his chain. Don't be taking, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, don't take my chain, man. Grandma gave me that chain. <laughs> <laughs> That's my chain. So while in sixth grade, Jay actually tested at a 12th grade reading level. So he's Wait, no dummy. What grade he did in sixth grade? Wow, oh boy, yeah. He's not. He's not a dummy, and that is what lends to everything he's done even outside of music like this guy he is a mogul like for sure he is an absolute business mogul and as we go through this you got it's just ridiculous to me and you know i always knew that he you know he did things in business and whatnot but yeah. just knowing what this guy has done is ridiculous it's ridiculous so sean went to eli whitney high school in brooklyn along with uh, az the longtime friend and co-collaborator of nas 
who you know who Nas is. Oh yeah, and the firm who has uh, been revered as, quote, one of the most underrated lyricists of our time. So he was hanging out with people that were really into the hip-hop scene who were really good at what they did. Right. After the closing of his high school, uh, Jay-Z attended the uh, George Westinghouse Career and Technical Education High School. There he would be amongst future icons and outlaws alumni, Busta Rhymes, and the one and only Biggie Smalls, oh. a.k.a. Notorious B.I.G. Oh, yeah. So this wow. is like the best of the East Coast. Basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, and they all came up together. What was that like a vocational school? I, I would assume so. Yeah. It's a tech school. So did, I would did it say what he took? Uh, I, I, I didn't find that I'd be at curious all. To yeah. Know. I didn't have that. It'd be awesome to see what he did. You think like HVAC. That's where he got over. <laughs> H to the BAC. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's where yeah. he got it. That's hilarious. Right. Uh, he then attended Trenton uh, Central High School shortly before dropping out of high school. Yes, he dropped out of high school. He claims to have been selling crack at this time and was even shot at three different times. Wow. Yikes. His firsthand experience with illicit drug dealing uh, would form his lyrics when he began rapping under the uh, stage name Jazzy, which soon was shortened to Jay-Z, a name that, uh, you know, may also have been derived from his uh, the proximity of the J and Z subway lines and the Marcy projects. Mm, okay. Or possibly an homage to his uh, rapping mentor, Jazz O. Okay, so there's a bunch of different hmm. possible stories and links to it. Only yeah. Beyonce knows. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> and she ain't telling. That's right. So he lived in uh, uh, London in 1989 for a short time, and uh, he actually recorded music with Moni Love and soaked in the cult- culture before moving back to the States. Moni Love, you remember Moni Love? No. Oh, she a uh, female rapper, um, total Brit. I'm um, trying to think of the song. Like 90s, I wish I would have had this in, in my notes of what song she, she did. But it was a huge hit back in the, I'd say, early 90s. How do you spell her name? M-O-N-I-E, love. And when you bring it in, like I, I, I'll know it. And our listeners will know it immediately the second you play it, if you're into that style of music. Yeah, it just says she was a British rapper, but she wasn't part of like an actual group, I don't think. No, no, she had her own thing going okay. on. Okay. Yeah. But she was super big back in the day. And, and I, damn it, it's going to bother me. Oh, it's going to bother me. But you can actually hear Jay... And on some of Jazzo, his buddy Jazzo, his um, his mentor that he looked up to in, in, in earlier recordings from the 80s and the 90s, like uh, the song HP Gets Busy, the song Hawaiian Sophie, and The Originators. So this was him in the background, just kind of like as a hype man. Okay. Okay. That's kind of how he got his, I guess you'd say, start in doing it. Get your foot in the door. Yeah. In the early 90s, Jay-Z found himself involved in rap battles with LL Cool J. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, do you know what LL stands for? Ladies Ooh. love Cool J. That's it. I don't have that. <laughs> oh. All we have is you suck. No, no, no. <laughs> I have this. That is correct. Hey. Yeah. Good job, buddy. Thanks. Somebody did their homework. <laughs> and uh, he eventually uh, had a falling out while they were both involved at Def Jam. Um, in fact, uh, from what I w- read about Jay-Z or uh, LL Cool J, he went to the Def Jam folks and were like, "I'm these other artists are getting way more play than I am. Like, you know, I've been around forever. Right. Yeah, you but know? he had an older style. To be fair. He did. Yeah. He did, like absolutely. He was, he was, what, he was really big in the late 80s, early 90s. Mid-80s. Mid-80s, yeah. 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 He came up right in Def with uh, or in on the Def Jam roster right around with uh, the Beastie Boys. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Those guys all came out. But then in two thousands he did doing it well. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Doing it and doing it and doing it. And well. uh what was it? Pink cookies in a plastic bag. 
being crushed by buildings. <laughs> yeah. it's a sw- I swear to God, it's a real song by LL Cool J. It's so good. I am a huge LL Cool J fan. Well, he is definitely an icon. Yeah, he's definitely an icon. We're going to do Mama Said Knock You Out, just calling it right now. Yeah? yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Come on, I'm man. I'm into that oh, one. Yeah. Oh, be better than Five Finger Death Punch. Hit me! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I forgot they did that. They did yeah. that? They yeah. Did, did they it? really? Yeah. yeah. Was, was it like total... Um, yeah. Yeah, 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 pretty much. It was yeah. Poppy Five Finger Death Punch doing on my ass. They should yeah. not be allowed to do stuff like that anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unless You're it's banned. Be good. Yeah. You're not allowed to do this. And then we're not hating on like you know our listeners out there that may be into Five Finger Death Punch or whatever. But yeah, just not exactly our cup of tea yeah. collectively. Yeah. They're doing their thing, man. They're making money, and and you know, like good for them. That's right. awesome. They're doing the. They're having the uh, the American dream, I guess you'd say. Sure. Just wish they didn't suck. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But they, uh, LL Cool J and Jay Z, they did resolve their differences since then. Okay, so it's not like they still got some beef hanging out. Pretty whatever. sure LL would knock Jay Z out. He, LL was r- a ripped dude. Back he still then. is. is yeah. He, he's oh, in yeah. The, I mean, he was jacked. He's an NCIS, and he, what, he's got to be in his sixties now. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Late fifties. Oh yeah. Early I mean, 60s? I, I don't think I would like. I wouldn't mess go blow with him. to blow with mm. LL Cool J. Plus, his lips, the way he licks them, it's too enticing. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I don't Someone like it. go get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. He's always doing that whole yeah. thing with his lips. I'm like, am I? No. Remember, he was in the Halloween. <laughs> yeah, the oh, Halloween yeah, movies. Yeah, he was uh, in the yeah. front gate guard. The was that H two O? Oh, and it was no H two O had Busta in it. I don't know if he no, was in that one. No, it was like Busta was in Resurrection. Two or three of them ago, I think. That was Busta's movie. Yeah, because remember he like he supposedly dies, but then he comes back at the end. Yeah, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah that's one. But he's writing love poems to his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. I love how they 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 at least in that era they used to uh, have your token rapper in a movie. <laughs> right. You know what like I mean? Fast and Furious. He had yeah. Jaw Rule. Yeah, and, like uh, it's always this token rapper yeah. in there. Listen, Luda did well oh, in those movies. He still is. Yeah, Luda's great. I he's love. Hilarious. That's another one we're yeah. totally gonna do. Yeah. So Big Daddy Kane's 1994 album, Daddy's Home, introduced the world to Jay-Z in the song Show and Prove, a posse cut that had multiple rappers doing verses on one track. So a posse cut, you guys have probably heard um, songs, you know, where they've got like four or five different rappers that all have like a verse. Yeah. yeah. That's a posse cut. Oh, okay. Space Jam. Uh, I hit him high, you hit him low. Remember that song? It had like Buster Rhymes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's so many of them out there. Um, the one that I love the most is from. Uh, hold on. Uh, oh, no, why can't Tech, I... Tech Nine had a really big posse cut one that I liked. It had like 16 different rappers in it. Well, they just did one recently with. Uh, what's that one with? Um, uh, it had Busta in it. It had um, um, the Travis Barker joint that just came out not too long ago. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about. I don't remember the name of it. That's another one. It's so. It's basically like a recorded cipher. Like they all have their own little like spots, and they bring it out, which is Wu Tang Clan. Oh yeah, God, I cannot wait to do that one. I feel like when we do Wu Tang, we're gonna have to break off and do. Wu-Tang? Wu-Tang, but we're going to have to do like... It's going to be rated R for sure. But each individual guy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I think okay. that'd be fun. Even if they're yeah. just small little maybe bonus episodes or something like that. Yeah. Dude, there's a, like a ton of... Like RZA, he did the soundtrack for Kill Bill. He's a dude. Like, he's, a, he's a movie score. He does movie score. He's awesome. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Jizza's great. I mean, um, Method. Look at what Meth's done. Oh, Meth right. is huge, you know. ODB? Yeah, ODB. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I actually have all the info ready to go on ODB. 
But uh, I'd rather start with the entire group because mm-hmm. those guys, the way they came up. And if you get a chance, listeners out there, um, and if you are into hip-hop, and hopefully you are, um, if you um, even if you're not, go and watch the Wu-Tang series. I've heard nothing but good things about it. It is yeah. amazing. Yeah, That's on HBO, right? Uh, or Amazon? Or no, I thought it was Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, it's, it's on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a ama- the the people that got to you know play the the roles of each you know of the guys in the in the group or whatever. They're amazing. And just going through and you you're kind of like realizing how they're what they did and how they had to do what they you know to do where they got to. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they basically brought like <laughs> hard drugs to Ohio. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Really? Oh yeah, it's hilarious, dude. Because we, if you're a new listener here, we are from Ohio. And when I heard about this, I was or watching the show or whatever. I'm like, oh, that makes all the sense. <laughs> and then we got Bone Thugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, Bone would be a good one to do too, oh, man. Yeah. I was a big Bone fan back in the day. So Big Daddy Kane, of course, Big Daddy Kane was amazing back in the day. One of my favorite lines that he ever said was, uh, "I'm so against work, I wouldn't even take a blowjob." <laughs> It's absolutely an amazing line. <laughs> that is an amazing line. But Big Daddy Kane has uh, said in regards to Jay being referred to as his quote-unquote hype man, he said, quote, when I uh, would leave the stage to go change outfits, I would bring out Jay-Z and Positive K. You know Positive K? Do you guys remember him? I don't remember him, no. I got a man. What's your man got to do with me? I got a man. You probably, you're probably too no, young for that. I remember that. It was a huge yeah. hit for him. Uh, but he would let them come out and then freestyle until he came back out on stage. So, you know, he had these big shows and he would go change and he'd have the guys come out and start doing freestyles on it, stage. It looks like everybody's tied to him, too. So, like, when you look him up. To Big Daddy? Yeah. Oh, Big Daddy like Kane is Nas, an icon. B.I.G., Tupac, Eminem, oh, Kanye. Wow. Yeah, Big Daddy Kane was amazing. I and mean, that dude had more swagger than... <laughs> he got some big gold chains. Oh, that's yeah. For sure. Is he wearing his sunglasses in it? And one of them he is. Yeah, he's got yeah. The, 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 like the skier glasses, the yeah. real big ones. Yeah, he's amazing. So Jay then found himself appearing on Big L's The Graveyard and alongside young versions of uh, DMX. Oh, ho. and Ja Rule. You guys know, holla, holla. Yeah, never a fan of Ja Rule. In really? 19- oh, I, I loved him, dude. I loved him. Until he- yeah, I, I loved his I his styles. Like, yeah, this is too much for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, but DMX, DMX yeah. is awesome. Oh my god, Ooh. the lawnmower sitting right next to the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph the red nose reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. So good. He was so amazing. He just passed away recently, too, right? A couple years ago? Yeah, like two or three years ago. Oh, he had just got out, out of prison, too, I believe. Yeah, oh, he, when he passed away? Yeah, yeah he was oh, like in like and he out. He just got released, and then. Dude, he was a priest for a while, too. Could you imagine a dude, sermon from when I got, Dude, when I got, when I got married. <laughs> Sit I, down. What? Dearly beloved. When I got married, I tried so hard to get him to actually officiate the wedding, dude. That'd been amazing. I tried so oh, hard. Oh, that'd been so cool. I now pronounce you. Arr, arr. Exactly, dude. <laughs> I would have cried the whole time. Yeah. So in 1995, uh, it also saw Jay's first official single in my lifetime that had a music video as well as an unreleased video for the song's B-side. We've talked about B-sides before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, that B-side was called I Can't Get With That. So what do you do when you uh, want to get your music out but you have no financial backing from a record label? Well, mm. you get out and you hustle your ass off. Demo tapes. To put your album out there. And Jay-Z would spend hours every day, hours, I'm talking 8, 10, 12 hours a day, selling CDs out of the back of his car, out of the trunk. Damn. That's what he did, man. That's, that's what that's what anybody did back in the day. You right. know, like you got out there and you hustled. I mean, we should do that. We were in 
for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We should totally put it on like albums and give it to people. Hey, dude, for check sure. out my new CD. <laughs> kids, just, kids will be like, well, what is a CD? Right. I don't this? even think they come in cars anymore. Uh, no. My no. car doesn't have a CD player. Nope. Everything's yeah. Bluetooth. No. Yeah. It's you all Bluetooth. You do like flash drives or like download cards or something. Thumb drives. Yeah. yeah. But back in the day, uh, back in the day, we were, you know, hustling as, as musicians and you'd go and you'd take demos that you ripped in your house with a stupid, ugly paper label or black magic marker on the we front had of it. an actual duplicator so it was essentially a computer tower okay. with, with no operating system in it and it would have two drives and you'd put a cd in it and a blank one in the other one and it would just copy it and you just put another one in and another oh, one, yeah, another yeah, one. Yeah. And we did that for days yeah on upon days that's crazy but that's what and then you would stand out in the cold like i can remember going and seeing i forget who was playing well we used to do it outside of the odeon all the time yeah and but the outside of uh like uh, we did it for steel panther wool steam yeah yeah like you go out there you stand and people come out and you hand them the stuff it's grassroots man right right like you have to be out there you know that's that's what he was doing it takes a special person so we had kenny our oh, bass player oh my yeah, god and he would just make the people take it like he'd be like here you go and they'd be like no no i'm good no he's like no no you want it like he put it in their hand like he'd make them take it <laughs> he's like i'm gonna follow you home yeah. unless you take this yeah so tired of not getting where he wanted to be in the music world jay-z and two friends damon dash and kareem burke founded their own company and independent record label rockefeller records in 1995 to release his debut album reasonable doubt it eventually sold more than one, uh, well, a million copies, so one million copies in the United States, certifying it platinum and uh, being revered as, quote, one of the best um, or greatest, excuse me, rap albums ever. And wow. arguably Jay-Z's best work. And if you go I back and listen to that. I want to see who produced that. Was that Dupree? Uh, no, no. I don't think, I don't think he. What's the name of the album again? W- w- that one? Reasonable yeah. Doubt. Reasonable Doubt. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's got to have somebody big. As I didn't a see anything about him in in, in kicking it with uh, Dupree at all. Dupree is more of a southern guy. Yeah, he was like uh, he was like down south. I'm pretty sure, right? I think so. But I thought, I thought for sure that he produced Clark Kent. It says Clark Kent producer, huh? Super DJ Clark Maybe Kent. See. Yep. Which, by the way, this album features beats yeah. by renowned Super, producers. Yeah. yeah, like DJ Premier and DJ the Super DJ Clark Kent. And even had early appearances from the Notorious B.I.G. and the Queen, Mary J. Blige. Nice. He also did Little Kim, uh, Slick Rick, Rakim, Mariah Carey. Wow. 50 Cent. Okay. Lover Boy. Huh. No, oh, by Mariah Carey. My bad. Which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Dude, I can't wait to do Slick Rick. Slick Rick. Oh, my God. I love Slick Rick. You, do you know anything yeah, about Slick Rick? I know some of his songs, but He's I don't. He's one of the OGs. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. He was so good. So Reasonable Doubt debuted at 23 in the Billboard 200 and charted for 18 weeks. Remember, this is him and his buddies going, you know what? We're tired of this. We're not getting signed. Let's do it ourselves. And they charted at 23 on the Billboard 200. That's awesome. And it was on there for 18 weeks. That's crazy. Damn. So the four singles from this album were Dead Presidents. Ain't no N-word, of course. Okay. Gonna be real careful here. <laughs> Can't knock the hustle and feeling it. It would later make Rolling Stones magazine's 500 greatest albums of all time. Wow. And it, it is a great record, too. So if you guys are out there, go on to Spotify or Apple, whatever you listen, and get Reasonable Doubt. It's so good. Dead Presidents is amazing. Such a good song. So a string of successful albums followed a rate of at least one per year through 2003. Volume 2, Hard Knock Life from 1998, 
was not only one of the first of Jay-Z's releases to top the Billboard 200 album chart, but also won him his first Grammy Award for Best Rap Album. Great record. Wow. And you know that one. Yeah. Because obviously you were talking about. Yeah, cool member. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Grammys are tonight, by the life. way. Huh? The Grammys are tonight. The Grammys are tonight. Uh, Billy Strings is actually. Uh, no kidding. He's supposed to be winning an award tonight. He's performing and getting an award tonight. Hopefully he, he does slap the a comedian. Hopefully he does the first yeah, I half. I hope not. <laughs> Say what? Hopefully six with the first half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it or not, but uh, Billy Strings is this bluegrass guitarist and vocalist, and he's awesome. Younger guy. I think he's like 26, 27, something like that. We went to see him at uh, House uh, of Blues? House of Blues? Yeah, I think so. No, 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 no. no. It was Playhouse Square Yeah, yeah, yeah. here in Cleveland. And we go there, and I, I talked to you about this. Yeah. And uh, so we're there, and it's great. It's so bluegrassy and amazing. And then all of a sudden, they had this intermission. So we all, you know, we're going to try and find beers and stuff like that. And I think they stopped selling beers or whatever. Yeah. So we come back, and then all of a sudden, it turned into like a Grateful Dead show. The lights, <laughs> the music, it was like a nine-hour song and oh like effects on everything. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, did we it was like pink travel back show. in time? Can I make a statement here real quick, though, uh, uh, about the Will Smith incident? Oh, boy. So I just wanted to, to note something. And a lot of the listeners here are from the Midnight Train, so they've been with, with us through the years. I recall about two years ago saying how much of a POS Will Smith was and how I didn't like him. And I remember saying it on multiple episodes. Yeah, you always said you didn't like and him. And now, look what happens. I mean, I'm right 50 million times. <laughs> <laughs> it never failed. Like, I'm always right. And I just want i want everybody to know that. Okay? You, you are. I will, I will have to. I, hold on. That is correct. I did. Yes. I called Will Smith yes. out a long time ago. And you guys are like, I love him. He's so great. And I'm like, no, he's. I still think he's. He's still. I think he's just got a lot of issues, man. So, I mean, but you know what? He is going to be an icon, an icon, or a rebel, or an outlaw. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're gonna talk, maybe both. I mean, yeah. it sounds like right now he's starting to go towards outlaw. And well, if we shit. do that, we're gonna do parents can't understand. Of course we are. With yeah. the DJ Jesse Jeff. Yeah, That's I right. loved that album. Oh my god, we got to go back, back. For yeah, him. for sure. So now this record that came out and he won a freaking Grammy for. Saw Jay relying more on wordplay and flow and featured beats by, again, DJ Premier. Eric Sermon from Future Icons episode EPMD. He's a rapper's delight. I love... Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, wasn't he in the, the newer one? Uh, did they do one? Yeah, EPMD I'm pretty may sure. have done one. Uh, EP, it, they're amazing. I love EPMD so much. With Kid Capri and also Swiss Beats, who was a producer for DMX. Oh, yeah. And the record label Rough Riders. As well as Timbaland. So do you see how yeah, they're crazy. all working together, dude? Like some of the most must be nice. Um, <laughs> God, we tried to get everybody to work together in our just our little music scene here in Ohio, and it was all cutthroat. But forever. this this was their way of, of making it out of the Marcy projects and his surrounding area. You know what I mean? They they knew what they had to do and they they were killing it. Yeah. Like these were proficient lyricists that were coming out. You cannot compare an Eric Sermon, a DMX. Uh, a Busta Rhymes to anybody that's out today. No, you really can't. You can't. And, and yeah, Young Buck, you know. Yeah. You, you know can. what I mean? You you can't compare it. You're trying to tell me that pushing P is not, <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't not know, on the it, same level. Pushing the P might. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And make sure you guys are listening to our bonus episodes because uh, that joke will definitely come into play uh, because the bonus stuff is fun. And listen, again, just to throw this in there, you sign up for our Patreon, you get you know, bonus episodes from both shows. It's a twofer. Yeah, you can, do, man. You could be a producer and a pooper. That's right. Ooh. Yeah. Wait, you want? Would you want to call them the listeners? Groupies. groupies. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible. Poopers and groupies. 
suck. <laughs> Poopers and creepies. So singles from this album included Can I Get a... That's the song yeah. you're talking about. What, what? Featuring Ja Rule and Emil, or Emil, as well as several other head-bobbing bangers. Volume 2 would go on to sell 5 million copies. And I remember oh. when that song came out. That's what I was talking about in the beginning. And I couldn't believe how, like... Not like vulgar, but like how detailed the girl's part was. Oh yeah, when she's rapping oh, about yeah. stuff, and I was like, "What? Talk about like, riding your mustache? Yeah, like girls, girls yeah. can talk about this in this kind of music." <laughs> and then nowadays, it's, it's like, like nothing. Yeah, yeah, it's nothing now. Yeah, but yeah. like back then, it was like what? Like it caught your ear. Like you would hear it in the background. But wait, what? And, and by the way, not to be sexist in any way, shape, or form. It's just you weren't. Women rappers really didn't do that. Yeah. No. You know what I mean? That's not what they did. What'd you have back then? Like Little Kim and Eve. Little Miss, Kim. Missy Little Elliot. Kim's dirty. Missy Elliott. Little, yeah. Missy, yeah. Missy, Missy will, was dirty. She'll throw it down, but she's more lyrically like uh, uh, subversive with it. Yeah. Where like Little Kim will straight up be like, well, yeah. take that D. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was she was rough. So remember how we were talking earlier about how he won a Grammy for this album. Mm-hmm. Um, so he actually boycotted the Grammys that year because... Uh, Basically, they refused to include DMX as a Grammy nominee. Really? So, so Jay literally said, "I'm not doing it. I'm not." I'm Good not. for him. Yeah. Wow. That's he crazy. straight boycotted it because DMX was not included in it. So, that's 1999 awesome. saw Jay working with Mariah Carey on the chart-topping song "Heartbreaker," which would be his first chart topper in the U.S. I don't remember that one. You don't remember "Heartbreaker"? I'm trying to remember Heartbreaker how it went. I don't know the words. Did he have like a small part in it? Like it was like a bridge. Yeah, like a bridge yeah. Piece, it was basically. like a real bridge. Yeah, short okay. spot, whatever. Yeah. So the same year, Jay released Volume Three: Life and Times of S. Carter, selling over three million copies with singles like "Big Pimpin' Spinning G's," which is an amazing song. I love Big Pimpin'. Love that song. The year 2000 saw the release of yet another album, The Dynasty: Rock La Familia. Not originally intended to be a Jay-Z album, was initially recorded to be a compilation record for the Rockefeller artist roster. But Def Jam decided to turn it around and make it a Jay-Z joint. Oh, okay. Which kind of sucks. Yeah, it does. Think about that. The whole situation. Well, yeah, he's trying to, like, you know, promote his his, his roster and everybody else that's involved in it. And they're like, no, just you, the seller. Just just you. That's Russell Simmons, right? Def Jam? It was back in the day, yeah. But during this time, right? Yes, during this time, I would say so. Yeah, well, which we'll talk about. We know about his wife and all the yeah. money that she spent. So yeah. he, he had no choice. Yeah, which uh, so Russell Simmons, his brother was actually um, the guy, one of the guys from uh, Run, Run Kiss, DMC. Run DMC. Yeah, yeah. Reverend Kiss? Run. Did you say Kiss? Kiss? Yeah, it's Gene Simmons' brother. You're right. Suck. You never know. Both spectrums make sense. The one with the tongue. Oh, I get it. Now I get it. The yeah. Gene Simmons yeah. reference. Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was okay. I take back the you suck. That was pretty good. Yeah. That was funny. So, however, this record introduced the world to up-and-coming producers, the Neptunes. You guys know who the Neptunes oh, are? Oh, yeah, that's that Pharrell. familiar. Yeah? Is that who Pharrell? Is it? Pharrell. Really? Pharrell Williams, yeah. baby. That's where he came from. Huh, Absolutely. Okay. They were really good, man. They were like, amazing. They were so, like, unique. They were amazing. And that, so Pharrell yeah. was part of the Neptunes, and they actually wrote beats and produced songs for other people okay. until he kind of broke out. And that happens a lot more than, oh, than yeah. people think. I mean, people, uh, performers like, like uh, Sia. Yeah. Like, uh, Justin they, Timberlake. Well, no, because no, he, he was in it from the beginning. Yeah, oh. the Disney shit. Yeah, he started off with InSync. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, and the Disney, the, yeah. the Mickey Mouse Club, or right. whatever, like that. Oh, really? Which we'll totally do an episode on Justin. I'm a big fan. I will say, I well, I wouldn't say big fan. I would I, say out of all the boy band stuff, he's like the coolest one. I obviously. respect him because he's yeah. he's funny with Jimmy Fallon. Like I mean, he, he, but he's also loose. talented as. Oh yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. he's super talented. I watched a uh, a video 
of him about you know before his show started or whatever and he's out there with a piano and he's like it's almost like um you ever see uh michael jackson yes. where he's like getting the show together and he's like wait that's not right and i want this and he's like, more like this <laughs> we've talked about that before yeah we're like the bass players playing yeah he's like no stop stop <laughs> and they all stop he's right like, i need it to go like <laughs> and the bass player's like that's pretty good the bass player's like okay and then he starts yeah. playing it and then <laughs> because, he's like, yeah because he knew what he wanted and he could he could actually like I don't know he could hear it differently. Yeah. It's almost like you're you're seeing the notes like producing versus music. just hearing the notes, yeah. you know? So it's it's really cool and he's uh Justin's amazing. So yeah, anyway, he we'll doesn't have do a that. monkey named Bubbles though. Yeah. <laughs> he does not. <laughs> no. it, oh, he might. You never know. Yeah. Don't talk about Jessica <laughs> Biel like that. <laughs> oh, that's, Zinger. That's, that's rough. That's rough. So it also introduced Bink, Just Blaze and some uh some guy, I don't know if you you might be familiar with Kanye West? Are you familiar uh, with that? I don't. Easy. It sounds close to someone I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's a little so crazy. yeah, Kanye was coming up at the same time and kind of like working with Jay at the time. Oh yeah. And Jay was kind of breaking him out, and so Kanye was actually helping to produce because he was a producer before he broke out and did his own thing. Dude, yeah, they, they were really close. That's why he did the whole Beyonce thing to Taylor Swift at the award show. Yeah. yeah. Dude, the 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 album that they were on or whatever, um, like in my school at the time when that came out, there were so many conspiracies on that, like the whole Illuminati thing and everything. With them being like together on it with Jay and Kanye, yeah, like, yeah that when was they a came big out their album. It was a huge. What? Thing Hold on, wait, wait, I don't know about this. No? Explain. So I, I, I'm old. <laughs> okay. I, so I, I don't really remember too much about it. I'm sure we can probably get more into it and read a little bit more on it. But like when they came out with their album together, it was a huge conspiracy that they came together because they're both like so-called Illuminati members. So like half their songs were like talking about Illuminati in like uh, not uh, not subtext, but uh, like. Uh, I don't know, like underlying tones. Subliminal? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, but like that's that. a Kanye thing. That, oh, yeah. That was like 100%. all his art. Yeah. Can you know we just I mean? be honest real quick? Kanye is nuttier than a squirrel turd. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Have you seen, did you ever see the Rogan podcast where he was on there? No. And he's talking about well, being I president. Did. Yeah, I did. I did see a it, little bit of so it. So Joe yeah. Rogan's like all serious. He's like, okay, so I think, yeah, if you're going to run for president, what's the first thing you're going to do? And Kanye's like, shoes. Shoes for everyone. My shoes. The shoes <laughs> I designed. Everybody gets them free. And Joe's like, you're joking, right? He's like, just staring at him. <laughs> I'm like, it's so okay. awkward. So can I ask you a question? Do <laughs> you so is it possible that that Kanye is just trolling everybody? Oh, 100 percent. No, 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 no. You don't no. think so? I think he's got really big mental health. Dude, I think he's I've, like, uh, I don't know, man. Because you, what is it, schizophrenic? Where you're kind of like on and off? Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, I think I've it's seen, a mental health thing. Because look, at Kim Kim talks about it. All the time, like well, their divorce. That's why she crazy. divorced him because she said you don't know who he is. Like one minute he's Kanye, one minute he's this guy, one minute he's that guy. Which, which, by know. the way, Kim's messing with Pete Davidson. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's because she wants the young hot thing for money and she's attention. Stay. Yeah, she's gonna stay. Pete Davidson is hot. N- n- hot money. A lot, a lot of girls like Pete anyway, Davidson. I don't know. I why. don't understand. I it. don't know why either. But that dude annoys me so much. Unless he wants it's to be like on the, the show, M- and then it's I'm like his the best MGK. friend. <laughs> it's yeah. the same thing as MGK thing. That's why all the little girls love MGK. Oh, yeah. God. It's that tattooed skinny boy, like not muscular, but like rebel, like nerdy, like yeah, skinny got, with tattoos up to your neck, you know, kind of thing. Well, I mean, look at uh, what's his name, uh, Post Malone. Same thing with him. He's not skinny though, but yeah, but Posty's. And listen, I really am looking forward to doing an episode. Oh right yeah, now. dude, he got to start as a YouTuber. For Minecraft, Posty <laughs> is to me. He's real, oh, exactly. Yeah. He's, he's like, not fake. Or he's nothing, one of the yeah. most genuine people. Yeah, like, I love when he did Nirvana. Yeah, the Nirvana dude, he's, covers. He's, fan, really he's fantastic, dude. Like, I absolutely love that guy, and I cannot wait to do an episode on him. He just seems like somebody that I would literally hang out with. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, he he seems, seems super cool. So I don't really. So do I you think Kanye is 
trolling it or you I, think, I think it's he's real? trolling dude do you I really do. yeah dude have you ever seen any of his interviews where he's like actually like being business minded and business like ethics and stuff not once dude you gotta look it up he uh, he roasted lady gaga because she uh she's uh, uh a film producer for a huge uh film company who? Um, Lady Gaga, like she's oh, yeah. she's the producer of that company. Oh, <laughs> she is amazing. Yeah, by no, the way. I know she is. Are you it, saying Lady Gaga or Lady Gaga? Gaga, <laughs> Gaga, 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 <laughs> Gaga. But like all of his interviews that I've ever seen, like he's like he seems smart, but I just feel like he's trying to get attention. Well, Trump liked him. I mean, they were, yeah. they were buddy, buddy. They were buddies for sure. That's vice president right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine that? <laughs> shoes. You're all going to get shoes. So sorry about the little derail <laughs> on that right there. But uh, so the album that we're talking about here, again, um, uh, is, is considered more soulful and has actually gone uh, double platinum, which is awesome. So that's almost 9 million copies total so far. Wow. So we got to keep track of this. Okay. All right. Not all right. too bad for a high school dropout. Right. You know what I mean? Hey, who needs school? Right. So the album is considered, uh, um, again, more soulful. And in the midst of all his success, there were some fairly prominent feuds with other rappers. Uh-oh. I do remember this. Yeah, There's a couple of them that are pretty prominent yeah. here. Uh, in 2001, Prodigy from Mob Deep, and I'm a huge Mob Deep fan, yeah. had a problem with a line from Jay in his song, Money, Cash, Hose. You know, Money, Cash, Hose. You You're saying hose like the water hose? Yes, that's, yeah. what, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Gotcha. Yes. The farmer's tool. Yeah, okay, yes, yes, yes. And he felt uh, that he was talking smack about a dispute that he had had with Death Row Records, most notably Tupac and Snoop Dogg. Hmm. Okay. So they're getting like all kinds of whatever. So East I, Coast, West Coast. Well, I looked up the, the lyrics and the only line that I could find that seemingly like kind of remotely close to a diss was, and I'm going to try and bleep this out here so it's not too bad. It's us the villains, F your feelings. While y'all play a hate, we in the upper millions. What's the dealin', huh? It's like New York's been soft ever since Snoop came through and crushed the buildings. I don't know how you would get a diss from that. Yeah, I don't know. Because I literally, I look through all of his lyrics and I'm like, what is he talking about? Right. So later that year at Summer Jam 2001, Jay performed the song Takeover, which attacked Prodigy now. Okay. With the lines, I don't care if you mob deep, I hold triggers to cruise. You little, I got money stacks bigger than you. Which is funny, by the way. Yeah. When I was pushing weight back in 88, you was a ballerina. I got the pictures. I seen you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so oh, messed up. <laughs> then you dropped shook ones, switched your demeanor. Well, we don't believe you. You need more. Uh, you need uh, you need more people. Sorry. Rockefeller students of the game. We passed the class because nobody can read you dudes like we do. Don't let them gas you like Jigga is ass and won't clap you. Just saying, don't 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 think that I'm not going to come at you. Right. Trust me on this one. I'll detach you. Mind from spirit, body from soul. They'll have to hold a mass, put your body in a hole. Oh, no, you're not on my level. Get your brakes tweaked. I sold what your whole album sold in in my first week. <laughs> and then he says, you guys don't want it with HOV because Nas, he don't want it with HOV. Nah. So he came out swinging. Man. This is what rap needs these days. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah, some sort of like rivalry. <laughs> well, more, look what happened to MGK. We need more feuds. <laughs> like, he got shut down by Eminem, and, oh, yeah. he, and he retreated, and now he's a sellout, right? Oh, yeah. he, but back he, in the day, they used to go back and forth, man. Oh, like, I know. And it was all like, it wasn't like, you know, well, deadly. I, I, well, it did get deadly at one point, but like. There are some. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, it made good entertainment, put it that way. Well, the best part about this is that uh, at the same festival, after he got up and did his little joint that he rewrote mm-hmm. just to kind of, you know, tell Prodigy to 
<laughs> Stick it where sun doesn't shine. Uh, he then proceeded to reveal photos of Prodigy dressed up like Michael Jackson on the. <laughs> <laughs> and you can look these up online. Oh my god, I they are serious. hilarious. Just look up Prodigy from Mob Deep as Michael Jackson, and it's not like a. It's not like he he doesn't look bad, and he looks like the beaded era, you know, Michael Jackson, right? You know, and it, but it's just funny that he's kind of calling him out and saying like, you know. This is you. You're kind of saying you're a punk. You know? Do you find it? <laughs> Do you see it? Yeah. It's pretty funny. That's pretty cool. funny. So the last line then started beef with Nas, because remember I just mentioned Nas. Yeah. That went back and forth until 2005. Wow. So they 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 hated each other from 2001 uh, until 2005. That's the one I remember. Yeah. Nas. That one got pretty big. Yeah. That was a that was a big fight. Uh, the critically acclaimed the blueprint. Amazing album, which is Jay's sixth album featuring the triumphant hit Izzo, H to the Izzo, V to the Izzo. You know this yeah, one, right? one, Yeah, Solidified his status as one of the most preeminent voices in hip-hop at the dawn of the 21st century. That album was released literally, and this is messed up, hours before the infamous 9-11 attacks on the Twin Towers and the Pentagon. No way. It's like they woke up, dropped the album, and then somebody ran their plane into a... A bunch of buildings. What a great day to post a record. Well, obviously, he didn't know what was going to happen. But right. think about that. Think yeah. about how, like, in infamy that is forever going to be. Right. And it to be called The Blueprint. Yeah. yeah. And and not only that, but that just screwed up my sales, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, man, you're taking away from me now. Yeah. Like, that just sucks. And yeah. just, I don't know, I thought that kinda was crazy. Like, uh, kind of like Samuel L. Jackson getting an Oscar for the first time, but, you know, Will Smith smacking Chris Rock at the uh, Oscars. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. That, that yeah, sucks. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a huge fan oh, of his. Wanda Long. Sykes was really upset about that whole thing because she was one of the hosts. Oh, really? Did you see Jim Carrey's? Yeah, Jim Carrey's. Oh, he's he's like, I would have sued him for $20 million. He retired. Yeah. Who did? He announced he retired. Who? Yeah, Jim he, Carrey. He's doing Sonic 2, then he's done. I mean, yeah. he's also been doing films for 40-some he, years. He's so disgusted with Hollywood and like how they supported Will Smith and all that that he's retiring. He says, I'm done. Well, okay. He oh. was like that, though, prior to coming back yeah. to movies. He did the same thing he's, where he did his whole painting thing. He is a... Which I would love to have one of those paintings, by the way. Oh, my God. I would absolutely love to get I've one seen of those. I looked them online, and they're pretty cool. Yeah. Like, he's he's super dark, too, yeah. some of them. He's pretty... But he... Jim Carrey came out uh, not uh, a few years ago. And he's just like, this is ridiculous. What we're doing right now is ridiculous. And this just probably just pushed him over the edge. Icing on the cake. Like yeah. you, you literally, the Academy Awards, and yes, Will Smith decided to leave the Academy so he can no longer be, you know, uh, nominated for anything in the Academy Awards ever again. Right. Oh, well. Because they were going to basically kick him out anyway. Yeah. But they didn't ask him to leave. You know, well, they supposedly they asked him and he said, no, he should have been arrested. Yeah. He should saying. have been arrested. Yeah. That, that is, that, that's assault, dude. Yeah. It's absolute assault on one of the biggest programs ever, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, I could see um, Jim Carrey's stance on it. And Jim Carrey is also another nut job. Let's be honest. He oh, is. Yeah. He's, he's goofy, but he's a real nut job though. Yeah. But he, but he's also been in this forever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know? Now, real quick, since we're already years. sidetracked to this, yeah. I just want to get your take on it, your, both of your guys, because I listened to the Skeleton Sisters podcast, and they were talking about it for quite a while in the beginning of their recent episode. Okay. And By the way, check out the Skeleton Sisters yes, podcast. Skeleton. So they, they both agreed. Neither of them like Chris Rock as a comedian, but they thought he did a phenomenal job with how he dealt with it. And, oh, yeah. And they thought that they, they both hate Will Smith now. They think that it's just BS that he yeah. even gets to be an actor and get awards and all that. Do you think... That this is like a mental health thing for Will Smith, or do you think it's Jada that he's just so up her 
both that he's got to do stuff like this. No, no, Neither. I think I think one lends to the other. Absolutely. I think yeah. one lends to the other. He is so mind screwed. And by the way, I also think there's and I'm not I'm not everyone that if you listen to the other podcast, you'll know that I'm not a conspiracy theorist. In fact, I'm the one that tries to, to debunk it all. And I'm the opposite. But, right. There is. There's a tinge of conspiracy in my mind because of the whole Pfizer connection and the whole. Oh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm a little weird about that, but I'm not going to yeah. talk about that. I do believe that one kind of uh, instigates the other. Because he was laughing. If you look at the footage, he was laughing. She, his initial reaction, he was laughing, and she, she she rolled her eyes, and he caught that, and then he stood up and did that. She was. There's footage of her laughing afterwards when Chris Rock goes, "I or Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me," or whatever he said. Yeah, like. There's her going, ha, 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 laughing about it afterwards. I, I think that regardless of that, let's just take that whole thing out of there. Okay, let's just take that whole event that took that took place. It, one, put a blemish on what's supposed to be a very highly sophisticated mm-hmm. um, award show. Okay, mm-hmm. it did that. It took away from somebody who is a brilliant actor getting his first award. Mm-hmm. Because no one's going to remember it. But then afterwards... That's why I keep talking about it. If you see... Uh, I saw Chris Rock do a stand-up right after this whole thing happened. That, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where he was like, I still have to process this. He's like, don't worry. It's going to be real and it's going to be funny, but I got to figure this thing out in my head real fast. Right. He is handling it on, on, on such a mature? professional... Yeah. Yes. Mature level than anybody mm-hmm. because i mean if you think about that like you literally got smacked by one of the biggest stars in the world which they may or may not be friends i don't know they were friends. i know there's yeah what were they oh 100 yeah so okay then that ah uh, see That's we're gonna go down a whole cake. rabbit hole yeah. with this dude there's videos, anyway there's, i was yeah. i'm very very uh proud of his demeanor yeah and the way he handled it all i gotta say is that there was a there was a good picture like right when he got smacked dude chris rock was about to like it, if, if it wasn't a whole conspiracy scripted scenario whatever if it was like a legit thing like this was not going to actually happen at all yeah he was fisted and cocked back and then he like realized dude. like what's going on and then no, no, no. <laughs> could you imagine if like when that happened he ducked down and came back up and he had the hat and glasses like easy from cell block 40 cb4 <laughs> See me for like the gap in his tooth, yeah. and he's just like, "What?" <laughs> Go back and watch that video again. And when he sits there and Will Smith's like, "Keep my wife's name out," you. When he was like, "Oh, I could," ooh, and he stopped himself. Yeah, he was about to unleash. Oh yeah, and I'm sorry, and we've talked about this before. I'm sorry, but Chris Rock is way more of a comedian that has that mentality where if he wants to attack you, oh, he would have. He's gonna bury you, dude. You're gonna. He's gonna bury. He's gonna mm. call your wife. He's gonna say whatever he wants to say and make you feel stupid. So, and he didn't do that because of where he was. That yeah. wasn't his job at that moment. No, in time. his job was hosting the Oscars. Right. He was. He he kept his professionalism. But there was a really funny tweet that came out right after that whole incident or whatever. You know who Ricky Gervais Gervais is? Yeah, I love him, yeah. dude. He was like, yeah, I wouldn't have. <laughs> dude, I wouldn't the have, boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, I wouldn't have attacked her hair. I would have, I would have mentioned about her boyfriend. Yeah, and I was like, oh damn. You got to remember though, Ricky Gervais, Gervais, he is also the guy that got up there. and He hosted one year, and yep. he was like bashing everyone. Cancel culture, yeah. the woke, the woke yeah. thing. Yeah. He yeah. was going off on and everybody. He's still popular to this day. He's amazing. Yeah. Have you ever seen any of his stand up stuff? Oh yeah, I he's love all of his brilliant. Stuff. He's all brilliant. I love him. I think he's amazing. Anyway, <laughs> I just had to get that out. Yeah, That's yeah, such, yeah. You know, such a big event. Oh, so much weight off my shoulders now. So if you remember last episode we were talking uh buddy holly right mm-hmm. and we were talking about how long it took to record albums and we're like wow that's super short that's not a very long yeah, like a month time. or whatever yeah yeah well the blueprint that record that freaking took off and was huge and whatever it was written in only two days there's no way and it hit double platinum status selling 2.7 million 
albums. I could see that wow. by 2012. The music is really basic if you listen to it. It's mostly like 808, like bass drum. And well, well, remember though, he has people coming in producing the songs for him. Right. right. So if someone's like you, he just lays on you, you are producing the songs for me to sing on right now for right. Icons and Outlaws. So if you introduce, you know, 30 songs and I can take 15 of those and right. turn them into quote unquote hits. I, if I'm there all day, every day, I could probably yeah. knock that and out usually, in two days straight. That, yeah. Usually producers have an archive. Like I do. I have an archive of like 20 songs I haven't released for anything. Just sitting there. Well, know? on top of that, um, another little cool thing about Jay is that he doesn't write his lyrics down. Everything's off the top of his head. I've heard that before. Wait, seriously? Yeah, yep. I've heard that before. Dude, yeah. he that's doesn't crazy. Because like Eminem is the exact opposite. Like he will literally, while he's sitting there, he'll write what's going on. And then he'll, while he's recording, he has his paper right in front of his face while he's writing it down, saying it. And he's like, oh, that sounds actually good. I'm gonna go back and re-record that. Like, I can't wait to do Eminem too. Oh my, oh my God. God. Dude, that's, his rep. Mm, I, I love, I love Eminem. He's crazy. But, but how crazy is that? That, that is that, crazy. Yeah. Because hip hop is not like um, a rock. Where you have a line and then a break and then a line and then a break, this is line 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 break. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, mm-hmm. old so, hip hop, new hip hop. Well, yeah, yeah. Let, let's real hip hop. <laughs> let's real put it that way. Yeah, Pushing yeah. the pee. Uh, oh, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying though. So yeah. like when you look there, like if you look at uh, it tells a story. The lyrics in a, yeah. a rock album. You'll have like you know a stanza of you know the verse and the pre-chorus and yeah, the right. chorus. It's pretty common structure. It's pretty yeah. yeah. But if you look at hip hop, it's it literally it's a poem. Right. It's a huge freaking poem, and he's just keeping this on the on the top of his head. That's insane. Insane. Ins- I'm telling you, man. Jay Z is officially like godlike in my eyes. But I mean, yeah, a lot of I battle guess, rappers yeah. can do that. He comes from that that right that part. You know, where battle well, rappers off the cuff. Well, yeah, he was free. Well, what was it freestyling on freestyling, stage or whatever yeah, yeah. for what's his face? Yeah, for uh, Big Daddy Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just amazing. So the uh, the album was revered for its production and for being able to quote balance mainstream and hardcore rap and it it did it brought that kind of mainstream to it but still had that edge to it as opposed to other Jay Z releases the Blueprint had only one guest rapper by a fella by the name of um, uh, I don't know if you know who this is uh, Eminem do you know who that is um, no is that a candy it is a candy oh that's it good is, stuff yeah, is, yeah. as a matter of fact yeah. yeah he actually assisted Jay on the track Renegade. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was on the, Blueprint? That was the only person he brought in as a guest rapper on that album. No way. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. So Con- Kanye West was uh, back in the mix producing four of the songs on the album. So he was oh. producing them, writing the beats and stuff for okay. it. Which is weird because, especially back then, you remember, it, East Coast and West Coast was so divided. Yeah. Like, all the West Coasters stayed together, and all the East Coasters stayed together. Do Until we, the Biggie and Tupac thing happened. I don't know. I feel like he was, like, trying to, like, incorporate all of them, except for the... Yeah, but who, who are you referring to West Coast? Eminem. Eminem's from Detroit. 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 He's up north. But then he went with Dre. He went to the West Coast. Oh, with I Dre see what you're saying. Them. You know but, what I'm saying? Like, there oh, was a divide yeah, yeah. for so what was long. That, uh, I don't feel no. like he ever, like, held down that whole Remember West Coast mentality, was, though. Oh, what? no, award show. I don't know if it was the Grammys. Remember in like Snoop Dogg and Suge, they all stood up and they're like, "Let's oh, Suge came up first. there, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What yeah. was that? That was uh, the Source Awards. That I was think. like right after Biggie got shot, I think. Uh, maybe or two, yeah. one of those two. Well, because yeah. Eminem did a bunch of stuff for the East Coast too. He had two different side products that he was doing. It was like D D D D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? He did two. He did uh, something meets evil, and then he did uh, 
Oh, oh, I know. Uh, Slaughterhouse. Yeah. Slaughterhouse is one of them. He did one of those, which was an all East Coast group. And then he did uh, what? Uh, D. He talks about it all to this day. It's like D8 or something like oh, that. Oh, that's the one that came out with uh, um, um, uh, those. Uh, but uh, that was blue a mix. and purple pills. Yeah. That yeah. was the mix of between D12. 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 There you, you go. That was, I thought, West Coast and East Coast combined. Like he had a bunch no, of. No, those are all his guys from up in Michigan. They were? Yeah. We oh, should okay. do guys. an episode on the East Coast, West Coast feud. Absolutely. It almost came to like. The government getting involved. Sounds it was that like bad because bonus. it goes way deeper than like, you think. Dude. People were like, like almost civil war about it. Oh, most yeah. Most people don't understand that it, it went with like, like corrupt cops. Like it's, we should totally do an episode yeah, on that. Just sure. something off the cuff and do an episode on the East and West Coast, like rap battle. Yeah. Or, it was just, oh, it's horrible. But I guess and then, that was my point full circle is I thought M was from the West Coast mainly because he worked with I Trey feel like maybe he was them. associated with it, but I don't feel like he ever really like. I feel like stuck was, those ties out there. Like yeah, Tupac yeah. was like, you know, West Coast, you know, no. always throwing up his California. W's. Right, Eminem, you know what I mean? Eminem was more of a renegade, if you uh, know what I mean. Ah. Oh. That is correct. Man, you got a lot of corrects today. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good. You you are. Are. We're in my genre, though. There so, we you go. know, we're, we're, we're So let's low. never do hip hop again. <laughs> <laughs> so here's something really cool about this. So the Library of Congress actually chose the, the blueprint for preservation in the National Recording Registry in 2019 for being, quote, Culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Wow, that's huge. That's that pretty is wild. That's huge. Crazy. Who else is? Who do you think is in that? AC Beatles. Beatles, obviously. Well, yeah. Oh yeah. For AC sure. The Beatles for sure. Probably the Stones. Mozart. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mozart. Bach. What was his record? What was his single? <laughs> oh man. Are we gonna go? Okay, I got a question. Are we gonna go that far back? We are, can. Are we gonna? Are we gonna take it all the way back? Mozart, Tchaikovsky. You're gonna kill me writing music for that. Though. Yeah. Dude, that'll be. I mean, I'm not that good yet. <laughs> I, I think could we try. Should. I think we should actually yeah. dive into it. I mean, listen, we don't. <laughs> you want to put a beat behind Flight of the Bumblebee? Yeah. <laughs> the Saints go I marching was just in. Yes, absolutely. Well, I don't oh, think we man. have to record a. Uh, uh, it's it's our yeah. show. We can do whatever we want. Right, so right. Yeah. maybe we don't. You know, make a song for that particular. Well, episode. Maybe we stick with more lyrically. I also want to cover, uh, like film scores too like Hans Zimmer dude he's like my idol absolutely Who's you know, he did Inception Danny Elfman yeah Danny Elfman Danny Elfman would be amazing John Williams did yeah. Star Wars yeah. Indiana Jones like, yeah we, we, we I think like who's the one who did uh, composers would be awesome yeah you let's know? do it who's the one who did John post, Williams John Williams well yeah. he did John Williams John Williams did for some of Star Wars I thought it was a different uh, different um guy who did the Wait, sequels john williams is the same guy that does the family guy score too right mm -hmm. if i'm not mistaken yeah, yeah. john so, williams did all of george lucas and uh what's his name steven spielberg movies. who was yeah. the other one though hans zimmer did a lot of like the the dc uh alan silverstein did all the avengers oh yeah, all the Marvel yeah. Ones. like there's yeah. we should do like a whole episode of just composers like there's so many no, good ones. They deserve their own episodes, that man. That would be awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. Seriously. And then, listen, listeners out there, and we know this is our third episode, and we're still, this is kind of what we do. It's 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 three guys in a room that are talking about music and music-related stuff, and that's what we love. And so hopefully you guys are into that. But, yeah, I think that there should be no, um, we should have no kind of, like, bar set. Everything should be whatever we want to do. Except MGK. <laughs> I think at some point in time we probably and have to do Alanis Morissette will not happen. We probably have to, we do, have Alanis. to do Alanis Morissette. What is yes. what is with the Alanis Morissette hate, man? Uh, yeah, at some point in time back. we have to. Oh, we have to. Anyway, back to Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> so by the way, this is something pretty awesome. Do you guys know the song "Girls, Girls, Girls" from Jay Z? I was no. Say Motley Crue. It's off the <laughs> Blueprint. 
Are you guys familiar with that song? I don't think so. And, and, and I would totally play it right now, but unfortunately we can't due to, uh, you know, not paying girls, for it. Girls, girls, girls. It's not, not a cover of the Beastie Boys. Girls, no, it's it? not. Girls, um, do girls. Dishes, girls, don't clean up my no, room. No, girls. it's not that no? at all. Oh. Uh, but there is a legendary singer that can actually be heard in that song. And if you go back and listen to it, and maybe we'll play it on the bonus episode just mm. so you guys can hear it. Okay. Um, it's uh, a, uh, a guy that's coming up very soon as one of our uh, icons. It's uh, Michael Jackson. Wait, really? Yeah, he actually had Michael Jackson on there. And he says, quote, this is from Jay. He said, quote, he was on my song, Girls, 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 singing these background vocals, and I didn't even put his name on it. Jay once revealed in an interview with NME. Wow. Can you imagine being that big that you have Michael Jackson, one of the most renowned pop stars, on your track yeah. and don't even mention his name? I would just love to see the footage of that. Like, they're in the <laughs> studio, and they're like, they're like, he's here, Jay. He's here. He's like, all right, bring him in. Hey, hey guys. And, do some back and, and he's going, uh, uh, you know, I don't care, you know. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you know, like if you want to, if you want to flow, okay, you know, that's what he does. That's what he does. That's that's Jay's that's Jay's voice. So I don't know about flow, but I know about being ignorant. Oh, uh, it's it's, uh, it's you know, it's cool. You know, whatever you want to do. What's how's the beat go? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I just could you imagine being in the room with Jay Z? And Michael Jackson. Imagine being the guy working the board like, oh, yeah, oh my God, yeah. it's amazing. So shortly after its release, Jay-Z pleaded guilty to assault relating to a 1999 night, uh, nightclub stabbing of a record producer uh, named Lance Rivera at the Kit Kat, uh, Kit Kat, <laughs> Kit Kat Club <laughs> in New York City at an album release party for Q-Tip, who is uh, from Tribe Called Quest. I'm yeah. a huge Tribe fan. And uh, he actually got three years probation for that. Um, so he stabbed the guy. Well. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. So apparently the altercation happened due to Jay accusing this Rivera guy of bootlegging his albums. Oh. So he came up. He's like, oh, you know, well, you keep stealing my stuff, you know. <laughs> and, so good. And the, and the dude got bucked up or whatever. And I guess Jay just. I, I don't know the whole ins and outs. I tried to look up. Jay the, went uh, back and go. Went, he went old school. He was like, "Oh, oh damn." <laughs> yeah, I mean, where's my blade? Hey, OJ can stab somebody and get away with it. Why can't Jay? Hey, that's allegedly. Oh yeah. Oh that's my right. God, allegedly. <laughs> Jeez. Because he wrote a book. You know, it's uh, true. Funny thing I heard the other day is all those lawyers are dead now. Johnny Cochran's dead. Shapiro's dead. The Kardashians are they dead because of they all died of cancer. Interesting. Which is kind of weird that they all died the same way and they're all gone. Interesting. I mean, it only takes. One I know person. It's, this is a side note, like derailed. Oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So. No, I'm not worried about that. I'm just like <laughs> trying to formulate. Life happens, man. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I guess it's just. But it o guess who's still kicking? O.J. Simpson. Yes, he is. Yeah, he'll be around for a while. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So always a busy man. Jay Z dropped his next record, the double album, The Blueprint Two, The Gift and the Curse, in 2002. It sold over 3 million copies in just the United States, selling more than the previous album, The Blueprint, wow. and debuted on the Billboard 200 at number uno. Wow. Yeah, buddy. And the key word here, people, is debut. Debut. Meaning it wasn't out and people heard it and no. spread it. Like the day it came out, it, it dropped. It, 
hit number it, one. It right? has so number much one. hype around it that when it came out, everybody got it. Like, that's ridiculous yeah. if you think about it. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And this is back when people were actually buying records. Yeah. You know, it's not like Spotify where you can just boop on your phone real fast. Yeah. yeah. This is, I have to go to the store. <laughs> yeah. I have to purchase Sam this Goody. album. Right. Which, Sam Goody. Exactly. Yeah. Camelot. Yeah. Camelot. Speaking <laughs> of that, I feel like Spotify killed that industry almost. Like, trying no, to No, Napster did. Napster. What? <laughs> Napster yeah. killed the Yeah, Napster. But, like, I feel like that killed that it that industry for like you get more artists well known but you don't get as many artists to be as popular so spotify yeah. killed itunes right people don't buy off of itunes anymore because you yeah. just stream it all and right. that's why apple switched to apple music they got rid of itunes basically i mean it's still there but they pretty much put it in the background where you can't access it it's hard to right yeah i mean what is the point in having you know like i still have books and books and books of cds right i'm, just, I'm not even joking they're sitting right over there outside of the, the studio <laughs> and I could walk over there and grab them and show you all these different albums like or records or CDs, CDs. whatever. But all that can be streamed off my phone. I right. mean, that's all media though. Cause movies are the same way. Yeah. yeah. Like, like you have why, your streaming services. Why have a VHS or a Blu-ray or whatever? Right. And you watch I on your think, TV. I think we're living in an amazing age where it's that accessible, but an I also feel like as a crutch of discovery, mm -hmm. like you can discover yes. new people Absolutely. all the time. Absolutely. They don't get, I don't feel like, but it screws the artist. You're not making really money. Yeah, yes. You're not making I mean, money off of that. No. You're just getting known for it. You but, do, but if you you gotta stream in the millions to, but, but, to make something. Okay, yeah. but in the same sense, if you're an artist who would not have been heard, like say from regular radio, you have a better chance of getting heard for sure. Right. So so yeah. then hopefully what those people do is come and see you live when you come to that town. Right. I feel like that's they, that's where this should be, you know, turning. So into. what I'm getting from this is Erase the Grace coming out with a new album. Nope. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they should up the amount that the artists and the publishers get for streaming. Because yeah. it's a, like a fraction. Of but a the problem is dude, there's stream. so many cooks in that kitchen. There's so many people that need to be paid off that. Like, yeah. it's just ridiculous. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, it's it it's just there's so many different of uh so it's not like from point A to point B. It well, goes you got from, your distributors and but you've got the guys royalties if you're covering. You've got the guys who are doing all the coding on each one. You've got the people that are working in th this department that are doing this and they have to be paid. You know, it's there's a lot going on behind the scenes, and I mean, yeah, it would be nice if you know independent artists could actually you know make some more money off their actual you know their right. artistry that they're putting out, mm -hmm. but. I, I, if you can be heard, but then again, it's also so easy to do it now. Correct. So like yeah. everybody and their brother and can do it. Everybody's doing it. Right. Look at TikTok. That's mm -hmm. all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the uh, reissued version dubbed the Blueprint 2.1. So remember that last one was the Blueprint 2. Right. <laughs> hey, yo, Jay, what's the new album going to be called? <laughs> <laughs> what's the matter, Jay? <laughs> oh, you know, it's uh, the Blueprint 2. Oh, know? like the first one? 2.1. Just couldn't think of a name, huh? <laughs> uh, you know, you know, guys. So this was later released as a single disc album, and it actually took half of the songs that were on the double record, including his, uh, the hits Excuse Me, Miss, and uh, the 03 Bonnie and Clyde, which had his future wife, you know, the Queen Bee, Beyonce on it. Wait, I thought Jay-Z would never settle for a woman. Hey, I, he put a ring on it. He did. Oh. He did. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that later. Oh, by the yeah. Way. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. So Lenny Kravitz, oh. Faith Evans, Biggie, and Kanye all had appearances on this album and actually had the song Stop, La La La, What They Gonna Do Part 2, and Beware on it. 
Hmm. These were songs that were not on the original Blueprint double album. Okay. Okay. So they took some of those songs and they brought it over. So but here's what read, happened. They cut the record originally, the Blueprint one, and all, all this leftover stuff. And they're like, you know what? Here's part two. And then, and then add some more to it. Well, and there you go. here's part two <laughs> yeah. of part two. Half of part two. <laughs> so, and then... well, so to be honest, the label wanted to put a double record out, and he really didn't. Mm. Like he didn't want to put that out. Don't so remember those days, the yeah. double CD. Oh yeah, Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, that's a great. Who else? Yeah, uh, Melancholy, and, uh, Melancholy, and the Infinite Sadness. I'm trying to think who else had double CDs. Uh, Kiss. I know the Beatles did, but they have a huge. The Beatles. The Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles. So also in 2002, Jay-Z released a collaborative album. <laughs> this is amazing. Didn't know about this. Called The Best of Both Worlds with a guy who's kind of been in, in the news quite often the past few years, um, R. Kelly. Oh, the first single uh, single from this record was Honey, which sampled Love You uh, Inside Out by the Bee Gees. And uh, unfortunately, none of those singles charted. But I didn't know he did a collaborative record with R. Kelly. Yeah, neither I did I. No idea. He this is this is 2002, so this is you know before Pre, yeah. peeing on golden people? showers. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> allegedly. 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 You know about the whole thing with R. Kelly and Aaliyah, right? Yeah, yeah. That he like that's groomed a messed her. up story. That he groomed her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She is. On, she has to be on the list too. Oh, yeah, she's. I sure. loved Aaliyah. We'll Shame. get into it on that episode. But there yeah. is some crazy stuff to that story. Oh, yeah. I watched a whole documentary on it. Oh yeah. Day. Wow. He was grooming her the whole time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she was like, if I'm not mistaken, don't quote me. I'll have to go back and look at the research, but I'm almost positive I remember that she was 16 when he started taking her around and doing stuff. I it, And he got like it was one of her family members to sign off yes. on it. Yeah. 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 He's a peach. Wow. All right. Yeah. So ahead, <laughs> I need to go up and shower. I didn't know that. <laughs> ahead of the release of the Black Album. Uh, in 2003. All right. However, Jay Z announced his retirement as not a Metallica performer. Logan. Not no, Metallica. Not, not that album. No? no, no, no. Who's Metallica? Oh, good. I had to get one on there. There you go. You I had to get one. Suck. <laughs> the farewell recording proved to be one of his most popular with killer singles like 99 Problems, Dirt Off Your Shoulder, which you can listen to our version of that at the end of the show and on the official Icons and Outlaws Spotify playlist. And let us know, please, like on our Facebook group or page, let us know how we did. Yeah, we we would love to know what you guys think. Yeah, because yeah. it's a little outside of our realm. It's we are definitely. we are hip hop and rap fans, but it's kind of outside of what we normally do as far as music goes. So yes, we want to know what you guys thought. Yeah, yeah. You liked it. I feel like I should have been a spot on there, but you know it's all good. Step up, son. <laughs> we should give him anytime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I would love it. Oh my god, he could do John Lennon's parts in the Beatles. No, Ringo. <laughs> you're, you're like, are you in? <laughs> sure. If you're in, dude, let's, let's do, do it. it. All right. Do you know name a Beatles song? Uh, <laughs> no, but huh, huh. I hate this. <laughs> and you can't say come together. One That's answer a song. To answer correctly. Would you answer correctly? Beatles song. Catcher in the Rye. That's not a Beatles song, is oh, it? Oh, it's not? I don't think so. No, that's oh. the book that the guy shot. Oh, yeah, never mind, never mind, never mind. Okay. Um, the Beatles. Yeah, I don't know. You They're like the biggest all time. I don't know a single song by them. Oh, my God. I know. Some music from the Rolling Stones about it. I don't know the anything. The Beatles? Else. Yeah, I don't know anything from the Beatles. Yesterday? Nope. Go back even further. What's 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 before that? Like they have so oh many God, amazing. Yeah. Hold like, your hand. Yeah. Love me do. Yeah. Eight nope. days a week. Nope. 
All right, you and I have to sit down and talk. We gotta have a, t- a conversation. Yeah. This is this I is rough. To what I I'm like sorry, I listeners. It. I wonder how many people are yelling in yeah. their cars or at work. They're like, They're like what the yeah. fuck? Their bosses are like, hey, uh, we need to talk about you yelling. <laughs> yeah, why are you yelling? This guy on this podcast doesn't know anything. <laughs> hey, I don't rap. All right, leave me alone. <laughs> so the Black Album was produced by the one and only Rick Rubin. And featured other hits, uh, or hit makers, should I say, like Eminem, Kanye, the Neptunes, DJ Quick, and, of, of course, again, the Neptunes, because I love the Neptunes. I'm just <laughs> going to keep saying that. Uh, and, and it attracted uh, considerable attention. This album has sold over 3 million copies in the U.S. By the way, did you guys know mm-hmm. that there was a Grey album that was released? I think so, yeah. I didn't know that. That sounds familiar. Yeah? Yeah. Did you know who it was released by? Um, No. No, Mm-mm. it was a mashup of Jay Z's Black Album, right, and the Beatles' White Album. Oh, that's awesome! Black oh. and white, white, gray. Ah, that's so cool. So, do you guys have you guys ever heard about this before? No, but like I said, it sounds familiar, but I don't, I don't know anything about the. You Beatles, guys ever so. heard of a guy named Danger Mouse? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, Danger Mouse took the Black Album from Jay-Z, isolated vocals, isolated vocals, and mixed it with. The White Album. That's so cool. It's amazing. If you get a chance and you're out there, listen to it. I can't find it like on Spotify. It's not on Spotify for some reason. Well, we it's, talk about Girl Talk all the time. Oh, they do mashups. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, Girl so Talk good. is so yeah. good. Oh. But yeah, they actually put the the uh, the Grey Album out. It's absolutely amazing. So if you can find it someplace, listen to it. It is, is good. Gray, is it G-R-A-Y or G-R-E-Y? E, yeah. Oh, gotcha. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's G-R-A-Y. Let me Google that real quick. Into the Fray. Well, the technical, the, the technical is G-R-E-Y. Anyway, so Jay-Z threw a retirement party on November 25th, 2003. However, unlike most of the, you know, that would, what, did you find it? Yeah, I found it. It's G-R-E-Y. Yeah, I'm going to check With that DJ out. With DJ Danger Mouse. Yeah. That is so Dude, cool. It's, it's great. can't listen to a single song on the album on Spotify, though. Right. So he threw a retirement party, right? Wait, is it on Spotify? Yeah, it's on Spotify, but I can't listen. It's yeah, it's great You have to be a premium member to be able yeah. to listen to the. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, like I can't listen to. A single I couldn't. Song. Find, yeah, maybe that's why I couldn't find. I it bet before. it's on Apple Music. It might be. I can listen to the Beatles remastered, but I can't. No, listen to which you else. should because you don't know a damn Beatles song, <laughs> dude. There's a girl. And we're gonna be doing the Beatles. There's a chick at work who nonstop plays the Beatles, and every single time someone walks by, everyone just rolls their eyes because they're just like, "Oh my god." The Be- well, you have to at least appreciate. The Beatles. I mean, I you appreciate don't have to like them. Did. Just appreciate them. I'm more of a Beach Boys fan. Oh boy, oh. name a Beach Boys song. No pressure. What's the one with like sur- uh, surfing? Uh, I don't know. You tell me. What the hell's the name of the song? <laughs> surfing USA. Yeah, that uh, one. Thank you. Geez. I knew it was surfing something. <laughs> There's a lot more there. And oh, by the no. way, crazy story. Cannot wait to do the Beach Boys. Yeah, yeah, that's a crazy that's a story. Yeah, I'm talking like uh, um, Manson involved. I don't think story. a lot of people know about it either. That's it's the funny thing. Insane. The whole story. Brian Wilson, freaking Mar- uh, Marilyn Manson. Yeah. <laughs> the whole Manson family. It's yeah. it, insane. Insane story. I cannot wait to do that one. That's going to be probably a two parter because that's that's a big one. There's a lot involved just, in that. Just, are, so, are you going to be able to do uh, the multiple multiple harmonies? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's got that. What's a, what's a good one we should do? Sloop John B. <laughs> or Kokomo. Yes, do Kokomo. Do Kokomo? Let's do yeah. Kokomo. John Stamos? Yeah, yeah, let's do something weird like yeah. Kokomo. That'd be fun. That'd be dope. Aruba, Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, why not? Ooh, I want to take you. Yeah, do it. So, okay. So, again, Jay threw a retirement party, right? <laughs> yeah. On November 25th, 2003. 
However, unlike most of us that would, you know, rent out the back room at Outback Steakhouse and invite some people from work and the few family members we actually can tolerate. But you do that? This was a concert. Oh. A concert held at Madison Square Garden in New York. But that it was sold out. The footage taken at the quote-unquote party would wind up being the central focus of Jay-Z's documentary, Fade to Black. However, all of the proceeds from it went to charity, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. Other performers that rocked the stage uh, were his backing band, which is pretty cool, um, The Roots. You guys, oh, I love the Roots. <laughs> the Roots were his backing band during his. If band. you ever watch Jimmy Fallon, they are the band on Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, that's show. Jimmy yeah, Fallon's. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, that's his. Yeah, that's his. Uh, his backing band. Huh. Also with Missy Elliott, Mary J. Blige, Beyonce, Ghostface Killer from Wu Tang, the speed rapper Twista, and so many more. Dude, kind I love of shocked Twista. that Beyonce was invited. <laughs> it's like uh, Queen B. Tim Burton putting uh, what's her name in all the movies. Oh yeah, his wife. Her name. It's his uh, wife. Uh, yeah, but what? What is? But her? she's in every. Yeah, uh, every about, movie. Just about every movie. Yeah, yeah I can't remember. What the girl from Fight Club. Yes, Margot. Hey, or we whatever don't, we don't talk about Fight Club. Oh, that's right. Oh, yes. Yeah. So both Tupac and Biggie's mothers, Afeni, uh, uh, I, I want to say that's her name, Afeni Shakur, and uh, Valletta Wallace even made a special appearance at the concert. Wow, so it's pretty cool. Okay. As Jay-Z had claimed that he would, quote-unquote, retire, and I keep hmm. saying, quote-unquote, because you'll find out. This was in, what, 2003? Uh, two, yeah, 2003. Okay. I it, mean, in all reality, he had the money and fame to do it if he wanted to. Oh, yeah, he could have been fine. He would have been fine. But he kept on going, man. It was more of a retirement from making new studio albums. Okay. It didn't stop him from touring, releasing a greatest hits record, and making a second, <laughs> a second collaboration album with R. Kelly. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. <laughs> he really liked our Kelly. <laughs> Named Unfinished Business. Okay, I got a question to ask. That was Do you think business. that like, it, when it came down, he called him up like, Hey, y'all, Kelly. What are you doing? <laughs> what? Why you peed on these girls? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> is that what happened? Did you ever see the South Park where he gets locked in the closet with Tom Cruise and uh, is it, they, they're making fun of Scientology? No, I didn't and see that. Tom one. Cruise comes in because they think Stan is the reincarnation of L. Ron Hubbard. And so Tom Cruise comes to visit him and he gets stuck in Stan's closet and won't come out because he's mad. And then John Travolta comes and he gets stuck. And then R. Kelly comes. And then every time they try to get R. Kelly out, they're knocking on the door and he sings. He's like, I'm not coming out of the closet. I'm going to stay in this closet and pee on John Travolta. Oh, man. You never, you never seen that? I did not oh, see that. Oh, my God. That's, yeah. a great, that's a good one. Wow. I did not see that. However, you know, the first one they did, their, their collaboration album. It didn't chart or anything. This time, the the release debuted at number one in the U.S. on Billboard 200, and it went platinum. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, of course, 2004 was another busy year as, uh, you know, he assumed the presidency of Je- Def, Jam's, uh, Def Jam Records, which wow. is amazing. Yeah. Making him one of the most highly placed African-American executives in the recording industry at the time. Hmm. This new role led to his Rockefeller partners selling off the shares of Rockefeller and Jay taking control of both companies. So he had Rockefeller and Def Jam. What do you what, do you, what's, you you did the notes? Did do you have his net worth? His current net worth? Oh, I was gonna hold that to the end. It will. I'll we'll leave it to the end. Yeah, leave it to the end. Dude, leave, leave it to like, the end. I'm like. Wait I a know. second. I didn't want you to look that up. I actually had it in here. That's okay. why I didn't want okay. you to have the notes. But I didn't say that's His net worth say. is ridiculous. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, so as I mentioned, Jay-Z stayed extremely active in music. He collaborated with the rock group and future icons and outlaws featured artist Linkin Park in 2004, 
which is awesome. They actually did a live. Uh, yeah, they have live footage from a yep. concert yeah, that they did too. Which yeah, really cool. Encore, whatever was one Except of the best ones. I love Mike Shinoda. I think he's so talented. And I, I think he's a cool dude. But man, was he really trying to steal a spotlight in that whole thing? Oh yeah. Like if you watch it, he's like stepping in front of Jay Z and like trying to rap and stuff. It's like, was he really? Yeah. It's like oh, yeah, I would have been like, footage. Mike, get get in the back. It's probably like, ha, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> 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 so this record was a remix EP dubbed Collision Course that featured mashups of songs from both artists. The only single from the record, Numb Encore slash Encore, wound up winning a Grammy for Best Rap Sung Collaboration. Linkin Park uh, performed this song live at the Grammys and featured the one and only Sir Paul McCartney of the Beatles, who sang verses from the iconic song Yesterday. He's a legend. And the EP went platinum in the U.S. Everything Paul McCartney touches goes. By the way, do you know what the, I don't know if it is anymore, but do you know what the number one selling EP of all time used to be? Like, give us a hint as far as, like, uh, Century. Uh, 90s. Okay. It would have to be Michael Jackson around nope. that time. He never put an EP out. Oh, he did it. EP. Extended mm. play, meaning between five and seven songs. Genre? Rock. Rock EP from the 90s. Skillet. Nickelback. No, it's not going to be something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it could be now. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But back in the day, I'm I'm saying. I don't know. Just tell me because I'm I'm. Who sings the song? Um, everything about you. Ugly kid Joe. Ugly kid Joe. Get, because it was in Wayne's World. They had the number one selling EP of all time for so long. It, it may still hold true. I don't know for if I don't have that those notes in front of me. I right mean, now. that makes sense. I never heard any other songs or nothing from them. That was. And Wayne's World was one of the biggest movies right. in the 90s. So when we got signed, we were like, yeah, we're going to beat that. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. Still holds true. <laughs> Is it still? Uh, no, wait, hold on. The hard rock band Ugly Kid Joe holds the record of highest selling debut EP with As Ugly As They Want to Be, which sold 2 million copies in 91. I would have never guessed that in a million years. Yeah. yeah. Never. 2 million copies of an EP. But you know who comes in second? Oh, who? Radio X. Who? Hold on. Radiohead? No, Radio X. Who the who is that? I don't know. <laughs> is it like a rapper? To answer correctly. I don't know Radio X. I'm sorry. I've never heard that either. You answer correctly. Oh, never mind. That's the website. <laughs> you suck. You suck. That's funny. Uh, so yeah, Ugly Kid Joe, which by the way, Ugly Kid Joe, their drummer, uh, was their drummer, no singer, actually went on to be in Candlebox. Oh, uh, cool, yeah, yeah. Do you know Candle? You like, don't know no, Candlebox? The singer I, don't, I, don't know, I don't even know who I, Ugly I'm Kid pre- Joe I'm is. almost positive. Uh, you might want to look that, but I'm pretty sure it is. I thought it was the drummer and singer, but I could be, it could just be. See, now here's the problem. I always get Candlebox and Collective Soul mixed up. Candlebox is, now maybe. Right. Did I mean to treat you bad? It's an amazing song. What's the song? Um. Uh. But I did it anyway, and they also did for you, for yeah. you. Candlebox, yeah. right? One word. Candlebox. Yeah. Okay. They're oh, amazing. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm almost positive. Do me a favor. Look that up real quick, just so I'm not feeling stupid. But I'm pretty sure the guy from uh, I think U- you're U- thinking U- of Kid Green Jelly, Little Pig, Little Pig. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great song. <laughs> little Pig, Little Pig. <laughs> Which, by the way, in that song, did you know that uh, Tool's own frontman, Maynard James Keenan, was the guy going not. That was actually really, yeah. That was tools, man. Yeah, I'm saying we're listen. He's we're awesome. in my zone, buddy. Yeah, tools. We're in my zone. 
I'm I am not a Tool fan, but I love Maynard and I love like Perfect Circle. Oh, and Perfect I Circle. love Pussifer. I appreciate Pussifer. all of them. I don't like it. So how do? Oh, that's gonna be fun to break that down. It's gonna have to be yeah. like just Tool and then there the. Just do Maynard and then have all his stuff tied. Yeah, to maybe. It. Yeah. So speaking of Linkin Park, Jay Z executive produced the debut album of Fort Minor, the side project from Mike Shinoda. Remember really? the name? Yeah. You don't remember that? Yeah, I remember Fort Minor. Yeah, it's uh, remember the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this is that even a thing right now? Yeah. So in 2005, Jay Z headlined the Power 105.1 annual concert in New York called the "I Declare War" concert, leading people to speculate who he was declaring war on, as he had a history of, as we talked earlier, calling out other artists. Oh. However, it was quite the opposite. The concert wound up being an end to the rivalry between Jay and Nas, with the two sharing the stage and performing a blended version, a blended version of Jay Z's "Dead Presidents" and Nas's "The World Is Yours." So they got up together and they actually like rocked out the stage together, kind of putting a squash to the beef. Wished I could have been there for that because that would have been just amazing. So Nas, his most famous song out of all his catalog is "World Is Yours," I, right? No, if I ruled the world, if yeah. I yeah. ruled the world, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. That's his most popular. Love Nas. Yeah, see, I never really knew that they had a beef with each other. I knew that, uh, like, they were they did stuff together afterwards or whatever. I remember it. Listeners, if you want to do yourself an honest to god favor, go and listen to Nas and listen to his lyrics. He is a a lyrical, and he's that's another one I can't wait to do because he started off young. I'm talking like 13, 14, yeah, and was hanging out with like Wu Tang and obviously like Jay Z and all these guys as a young dude but he's he was also, also very credited amongst his peers because like if you ever watch any documentaries on hip-hop they all refer to nas oh yeah nas yeah. he is I mean, a lyrical genius yeah, like he's it, amazing he's just awesome so jay-z appeared as a guest vocalist on the recordings of numerous other artists including kanye west whose career he had helped foster and beyonce whom he had begun dating and the two would be married in 2008 Jay-Z also developed a large portfolio of business ventures and investments, including a film production company, a clothing line, and a stake in the New Jersey Nets of the National Basketball Association. What That's right. Yep. His clothing line. Uh, Rockaware. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was he had a team in the NBA. He was actually owner of the, 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 the Nets. Uh, yeah, a which large is, part owner. Yeah. yeah. I mean, why not? If you got well, the money. So, remember that name, though, the New Jersey Nets. Yep. And that's not what they're called anymore. We'll talk about it, which he later helped relocate to his hometown of Brooklyn. They are now the Brooklyn Nets. I didn't realize that they changed that. He, oh, okay. He was the one who helped facilitate that whole yeah. uh, change over there. No yeah. kidding. Okay. Do you yeah. think the Skelton sisters are upset about that? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I hope they're not doing a freaking episode <laughs> on Jay-Z. <laughs> Uh, that'd be amazing yeah. all mad like damn it yeah. so he for like the simpsons did it right, to them. right. <laughs> yeah. simpsons did it already yeah he formally returned to recording in 2006 with his next album kingdom come which was released uh it, uh, it had the single uh show me what you got the single was leaked a month earlier than it was supposed to and wound up being played in heavy radio rotation which doesn't sound like a horrible thing no. but however this leak led uh, Def Jam and the powers that be to actually prompt an FBI investigation oh. on how it could have been leaked. Wow. Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't find much more on that. I was looking forward because I just saw that there was an FBI investigation on how the song got leaked. Wow. Like, it was a big deal. And back in the day, I mean, like, look at, uh, like, System of a Down, 
you know, had like a, steal a, this steal album. this album. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, so, but like you got to gotta explain the situation so people understand that, you know, when you set a release date for an album, especially at those times, you know, when they're doing CDs and print and merchandise, it's all got to line up to that date. Right. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, because yeah. you're you're out promoting. You're There's out a release date for a reason. You're doing right. promo on yeah. TV and ads. And then if it gets leaked early, then all that stuff was pointless. That's yeah. a lot of money down the drain for you're, nothing. You're shot in the foot. Right. For sure. So Kingdom Come, Jay-Z's ninth album, featured songs produced by Pharrell, Kanye, Just Blaze, Dr. Dre. <gasps> Cannot wait to do that one. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. And oddly enough, Cold Plays, Chris Martin. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was yellow. <laughs> I, when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> he called up Jay. He's like, I wrote a song for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just really like taken aback by that. Like, what? That is weird. So it sold 680,000 copies in its first week and Ooh. went do- double platinum. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Don't you wish just one time we could have that power? Dude, I would take single platinum, <laughs> right? Just, just on one anything song. I've ever How about done. Just gold. <laughs> yeah, gold's fine. Yeah. I'll do that. That's fine. I'll take uh, dirty bronze. <laughs> one hundred thousand people. I'll know take this. antique copper. <laughs> Can I get that nickel? <laughs> so in 2007, Jay Z released his tenth album, American Gangster, on November 6th, which was inspired by the gangster movie of the same name. American Gangster. Uh, the movie American Denzel. Gangster. Yeah, Denzel. Yeah. Uh, which was uh, uh, directed by Ridley Scott. This record was considered a concept album with Jay depicting his life as a street hustler. The first single off the album, Blue Magic, starts off with what has been called a, quote, dealer's manifesto and refers to political figures of the 1980s like Reagan and Oliver North. Mm. Did they also call the meth Blue Magic and Breaking Bad? No, it's Blue Sky. Blue Sky. Yeah. Uh, wow, look at you. That is correct. I know my, Boy I know, knows his drugs. I know my drugs. Don't worry. Do we have to have a talk? No, nah, I was, I was <laughs> in law sure? enforcement. I got to know all the names. Okay. So, yeah, don't worry do about it. Do it when you do the Beatles with them. Okay. <laughs> Wait, they, they'll make more sense. <laughs> right. so, so we're doing Blue Sky when we do the Beatles? <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. No. <laughs> Meth is bad. Sergeant Pepper. Yeah. yeah. Sergeant Pepper. No. <laughs> I may, may smoke up a little bit before we do it, but that's about it. <laughs> you mean drink up. That's what I said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have some THC water here, and uh, hopefully you guys are okay with that, because if not, guess what? I'm going to drink it anyway. I'm <laughs> just saying. So he has his own color. Wait. Jay-Z has his own color. Really? In 2007, Jay-Z spent tens of thousands of dollars for the Pantone Color Institute to create a hue just for him. Are you kidding me? Nope. What I did not it? know this. Described as a pearly blue with platinum dust, the color was first introduced on his own limited edition line of GMU Condinale later that year. Yeah, I remember that. Wow. What is the- Let's talk about having clout. <laughs> I got my own color. <laughs> like, I, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just insane to me. That's amazing. Do you have it? Is it on there? There it is. Dude, that's, that's epic. And his hair. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> he actually has hair. His hair's getting crazier the older he gets. It, now, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, it's like going nuts. Yeah, it's like trying to run away from his face. The Denali. Uh, uh, is it on there? Yeah. Let me see. Oh, that's pretty. Dude, it's a pretty blue, Yeah, it's man. like a pearl blue, yeah. Dude. So on January 1st, 2008, Jay stepped down as Def Jam president. Oh. He founded a new label, Rock Nation, in 2008, and it soon became a full-service entertainment conglomerate. Jay-Z proved that he remained one of the uh, of rap's most bankable acts when he embarked on a highly successful tour with Mary J. Blige, uh, Blige in 2008. The following year, he released The Blueprint 3, which bore the sound of some of his most <laughs> frequent producers, including uh, Kanye West and Timbaland. 
The album generated such hits as Empire State of Mind. Oh, that's a good one. And that's music- Alicia Keys. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A musical love letter to New York City adorned with soaring guest vocals by Alicia Keys mm-hmm. and determined uh, Run This Town, which featured West, Kanye West, and Rihanna. I love that song. Both songs won Grammy Awards, as did two other singles from the album. Watch the Throne, uh, an ambitious and highly regarded collaboration with West, or Kanye, sorry, well, Kanye West, whatever, uh, proved to be similarly, you know, it made a lot of money as well with the singles Otis, um, N-Words in Paris, yep. and No Church in the Wild. I love that song. Capturing Grammys as well. In between the two releases, Jay-Z published a memoir called Decoded in 2010. Talks about all about the Illuminati and stuff, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's just he's all over the place in such a significant manner. It's just it's crazy. Yeah, he definitely leaves his mark. Yeah. So Jay-Z, having finally uh, you know, dropped that horrible hyphen from his name, returned to 2013 with Magna Carta Holy Grail, which in exclusive deal uh, was an exclusive deal with Samsung, and it was made available for free users of the company's smartphones several days ahead of its official release. And the then YouTube came of YouTube. Android. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <came> YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't know if they put it on there. I think you can just go and download it for free. Well, yeah, because they were smart. They didn't yeah. force you to you yeah. know, enjoy that just album. Just wake up one day like, why is this album? What is this? I don't know, that? but I wish that was you too. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Yeah, it wasn't even a good album, though. No, Who it cares? wasn't. It was such... forced it on everybody. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. So you're into that force thing, huh? Mm-hmm. Talk about Talk about that. Yeah, we gotta have a talk. I mean, if I could put my music, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> if I could force my music on everybody's phone, I would do it. Yeah, would amazing. you? Would you really do that? Absolutely. Would you take that? Yeah, I mean, but see, the down, somebody did that because it would go viral. Because people, dip. people would be mad. People would be happy. Like you get a mix of everything. I feel like you get more hate than you would love. Off see, that. honestly, well, I feel like is killing it right now with all the hate. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. I feel like the exact opposite though for him. Though I don't feel like he would get hate where you two got hate because the album sucked. His album would actually do pretty decent. Yeah, the YouTube that was not a good. Mm-mm. Wasn't yeah. You know, mm-hmm. eh, opinion, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's still icons though. <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Really I'm. A, I cannot wait to do that as well. Under yeah. pressure. No. What? <laughs> you suck. Didn't they do a cover of that? I'm totally clipping that soundbite right there. <laughs> when this goes live, I'm totally clipping that. That is a golden do, moment. They did a, a cover of that, didn't they? Yeah, that would be Queen. I know that was Queen and but David they, Bowie, but. I swear that you two did a cover of that, didn't they? I don't think so. They did. A, they did a cover with Green Day called uh, "What Is It?" The Saints. The Saints are coming. I don't know, but I'm, I'm going to start muting your mic. Is what I'm going to do. <laughs> That's so amazing. Stop. <laughs> I swear they did that. Anyway, although feel free from now on, <laughs> listeners, to hashtag under pressure, and we'll get we'll understand what that means. Whenever you post anything, put or, hashtag under pressure, or go one step further and hashtag Logan. Every time somebody gets something wrong about another musical <laughs> guest, just in general, yeah. oh, you pulled a Logan. Yeah, <laughs> just, oh, you pulled a Logan. Yeah, oh, that's not I'm cool, not mate. Sure. So, although the album on which the rapper reflected on his massive wealth and fame was greeted with mostly lukewarm reviews, it became his 13th release to land at number one on the Billboard 200. Think about that. Oy. It also produced two Grammy wins, more Grammys. Guy's got more Grammys than I got. He's gonna need a big shelf. Debt. yeah one for best uh, rap song uh, collaboration for holy grail which is a great song and another for best a music video for suit and tie you guys remember that song he received two more grammys a year later for his collaboration on beyonce's drunk in love suit and tie was um justin timberlake right 
I don't know. I don't remember that song. Yeah, Suit and Tie. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, you know. I remember Young Drunk Buck. Love because that was played at the bar when yeah. it came out. Yeah, it was always played at the bar when that song yeah. first came yeah. out. In 2017, Jay Z having capitalized the letters and reinstated the hyphen in his name. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Prince thing when yeah. Prince went to the yeah. symbol He's and then just, back to Prince. He keeps changing it. Released his 13th studio album, 444, an extremely candid album that was in part a response to Beyonce's Lemonade. From 2016, in which she accused her husband of adultery. Do you guys know about that record? No, Mm-mm. not even joking. Go check it out. She actually did a huge, like, a, this long, long video, like almost movie thing, and it was all basically saying that he cheated on her. Oh yeah, it was like really. It was all. Dude, go look up Beyonce Lemonade, and it's basically like you're you're a cheating son of a. Let me ask you a question. But okay. but it was like a bunch of different songs all intertwined into like one video. If you're with Beyonce, and Beyonce is a beautiful woman, mm-hmm. right? I think we can all agree that she's 100%. a very beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. If Beyonce is your wife, who do you cheat on with? Like, who? You're Who's better than Beyonce? Stupid is right? what you are. Yeah, you're stupid. You're absolutely do you think stupid. it was Kanye? He cheated on... He cheated, he on, cheated on Beyonce with Kanye? Kanye. <laughs> Maybe. We don't know. I don't know. I don't know all the He's ins like, and outs. Hey, I'm going to let you have your moment, but let me put this wig He's on like, oh. and put a ring on my finger. <laughs> you know, uh, Kanye, you're looking kind of good over there. <laughs> Kanye did the whole LL Cool J thing on him, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. yeah that's what, happened. <laughs> what were you saying? You, you were like acting. What, what do you uh, got? Um, I got confused with Under Pressure with Bloody Sunday. That's that's the, ah. yeah, that's what I got confused Sunday. On. Bloody Sunday. So that would be you too. Yes, yes. I, got I have confused. so many because I've seen so many documentaries and I have so many good stories about how they wrote those songs. Oh and yeah, came up with the riffs. They're fantastic. Stuff. They started yeah. off as like a, a crappy little punk band. Yeah, way back in the day, and then yeah. they kind of morphed into their own thing. I think they're the edge punk band. is so, <laughs> ridiculous, dude. His pedal board, his effects. Oh yeah, he's got like over four hundred different pedals on this giant board as big as this table. Wow. And so he's playing. Um, uh, what is that? Streets have no name. You know yeah. that part? It's like. Nee, 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 that, that guitar part's yeah. really high part. He plays it normal with no effects, and you're like, what the hell is this? And he's like, now hold on. It presses like 27 pedals. <laughs> that was and uh, then plays it, and it's for like Make It Loud. Like, yeah, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah it's such a great documentary. Yeah. Like, I wasn't a fan. I'm still not a fan of Jack White. Oh, he's amazing, man. I, I don't. Uh, I, I mean, not his music, but he's talented. Talented, super talented. Oh, man. Yeah, very talented. Like, I respect him as yeah. a musician. When he came in and, like, tied up that thing and made a guitar out of the nowhere. Coke bottle. Yeah. Sit down and watch Make It, it Loud. It May Get Loud. It May Get Is that yeah. what it is? It May Get Loud. Yeah, it's uh, Jimmy Page, The Edge, and Jack White. And they all get together and talk shop about their songs. Hey, hey, Logan. Huh. Who's Jimmy Page? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> He's got that early. I have no idea. <laughs> really? No, nah, I don't know who Jimmy Page uh, is. Jeff, who is Jimmy Page? One of the greatest guitarists of all time. I thought Jimmy Hendrix was. He's up there oh, okay. with him. So Jimmy uh, Page he is, is up there? That's arguable like, okay. as far as... But anyway, He's yeah. the lead guitarist from Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Oh, that's why. I don't like Led Zeppelin. What? Yeah, I can't stand their music. I like the the math. You the math. Dude, John math. Bonham? Yeah. I like, I like what they do. I just don't like their music. It's just too... I don't know. It's just not. It's my, not your thing. It's not my thing. Yeah. It's fine. I yeah. don't like it. It's not your thing. A little heartbroken right now. Well, that's kind of why we we do this show is because he has a different outlook than we do. When we do Led Zeppelin. I'm going to convince you otherwise. At the end of the show, you're going to be like, "Oh wow!" Especially I can, when I, I do can my res- version. I can respect Led Zeppelin. I just I don't like. I'm not going to sit there and jam out the Led Zeppelin. Same thing with like Pink Floyd and all them. I don't. I I can't can't get behind it. 
Uh, they're two different things. I like, In my eyes, they're I like two different the, things, the format and the science behind how they make their music because I love the science of music in general. Yeah. I just I can't get behind it as like a general everyday listen. Dude, for the time when Led Zeppelin was around and they were recording right. and if performing. I was born in the 70s, I would have been like, They wow. were like your today's top top notch top tier musicians as far as talent goes right oh yeah like I, these dudes had no metronomes no clicks no electronics nothing and they're like and the, oh yeah. my god it's because we'll, we'll get into it on their episode that's, yeah. but that's, it's that's where like the, unbelievable. the, the math metal came from right was it was from like the led zeppelin kind of ask. kind yeah. of they were they were doing like more off tempo and off time right. stuff yeah because yeah, yeah. yeah. that's I like mean, uh, that, that band that we uh, we all that we like on the playlist idola they do a lot of led zeppelin off time um tempo the entire time with yeah. a lot of their songs and stuff yeah they were kind of like the the catalyst to kind of bring mm-hmm. that in but they oh, were yeah. also very uh i don't know they were they were the first major rock band to break the catalyst of your typical 4-4 structure okay. in songwriting. So, like, 4-4 meaning, you know, four beats yeah. per measure. So you would have a verse, chorus, verse. It's pretty standard for rock music. Right. Well, Led Zeppelin would come in and, like, bottom on drums, and Jimmy Page on guitar would be doing 3-4, and then the bass player and Robert Plant, the singer, would be doing it 4-4. And it just, it, like, mathematically and magically worked. Which mm. on paper you look and it's like there's no way that could work, but it it did. Yeah, and we'll we'll dissect it when yeah. we go through. We'll definitely yeah, yeah. they they are definitely going to be on the list here. So yeah, this record was in response to her album about him cheating. Lemonade. However, as opposed to being like, oh no, I didn't do that. He said uh, he actually admitted his infidelity on various tracks and also addressed racism and politics. The couple's albums were both released exclusively on title. Hmm. You know what title is that uh, listing service? Yeah. A subscription-based music streaming service that Jay-Z owned, of course, <laughs> <laughs> alongside other artists. Jay-Z had acquired the service in 2015 when he purchased purchased its uh, parent, the Norwegian technology company Aspiro AB. Also in 2017, Jay-Z became the first rapper to be inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Huge. That is pretty cool. Huge. And titles thing is like their their claim is that they have lossless file. It's like high definition music. So like when you stream off of Spotify and Apple it's and Amazon and yeah, YouTube, what is it? it's like it's three hundred like or something a, like a that. A one ninety two bit rate. Yeah. Where title is like three twenty, like the highest bit rate, the highest frequency. Like you get, it's like an, for audio files. You know, like yeah. music nerds that want the pure like. And we'll break that down one of these days. We'll, maybe yeah. we'll do like a bonus episode talking about like Hertz and all that stuff and the compression and how it all yeah. kind of yeah. affects music. Because See, now we're talking more my stuff. It, it, all, yeah. it yeah. all affects. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So in uh, 2018, he and Beyonce billed as the Carters unveiled the collaborative effort Everything is Love, for which they won the Grammy for Best Urban Contemporary Album. They're killing it. They are wow. a power. If there was a power couple ever, they are, that, they are yeah. the depiction of that. Oh, for sure. In 2021, Jay-Z was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's, That's awesome. Yeah. Jay-Z is as iconic an, int- an entrepreneur and businessman as he is a recording artist. He's been involved in everything from having his own collection through Reebok in 2003, mm-hmm. his own shoes, starting his own clothing line and selling it, turning around and selling it for $204 million, wow. owning a chain of upscale sports bars called the 4040 Club, which are still around. One was in Vegas, and I think they just shut it down recently. Yeah. Being an investor in a line of beauty products, being a co-brand director for Budweiser Select. Wow. And owning, of course, the Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. up until 2013. He's been an investor and an, uh, an app to uh, help rich folk, you know, book 
executive flights. That's what uh, it, it's called. I'm sorry. It's it's uh, why don't I have it in front of me? I don't know why I don't have that. So he actually had a, a an app that would help people get uh, flights on private like jets. Like an Uber for yeah. planes? But it was huh. for private jets. Was for pri- wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was basically rich folk getting executive plane flights. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he launched his own cigar line. Ooh. Bought a wine and spirits company. Uh, two of them, actually. I'm about to go order a cigar. Signed an exclusive deal with the Weinstein Company, producing a documentary on Khalif Browder, a man imprisoned for three years and who committed suicide when he was released. As recently as 2020... He announced the Rock Nation School of Music, Sports, and Entertainment, a partnership between his own Rock Nation and Brooklyn's Long Island University, which, quote, prepares students for a wide range of careers in performance, entrepreneurship, and all aspects of music, sports, business, and management. In November of that same of the same year here we were talking earlier, he actually announced his uh, joining of a cannabis production company as their chief visionary officer, which, if you think about that, it was kind of funny. Like, what's your job? Oh, you know, I'm a... Chief visionary officer. What does that mean? I have visions. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. You had Aristotle. Yeah. I'm like him, but better. He made Grammy history last month. Jay-Z recently became tied for the most Grammy nominations in history with 80. 80. He shares that distinction with legendary producer Quincy Jones. Wow. He's also married to the person who currently holds the record for second most Grammy nominations. Yes. Of course. Beyonce's nine nominations at the end of November put her at 79 over the course of her career. Do you think their kids hate music? (laughs) They're like, we want to be Twitch streamers. (laughs) Think about that, though. That's crazy. Jay-Z is ranked the 88th best artist of any genre of all time by Rolling Stone magazine. Think about wow. that. That's crazy. So I got a quick quick little question for okay. you. Okay. Who do you think is the breadwinner, Beyonce or Jay-Z? Definitely. Jay-Z. No, no. I think Jay-Z's the breadwinner, but I think she tells him when to make the bread. Yeah. So she controls the pants. According. Oh, hold on. I'm, I'm not there yet. Oh, okay, okay. I'm not there okay. yet. From running around the rough and tough alleys of the Marcy Projects to becoming a mogul of multiple companies, Jay-Z is the living embodiment of what hard work and perseverance can achieve. Jay-Z's net worth presently is $1.3 billion. That's a B. That's a B. Giving him the infallible title of hip-hop's first billionaire. His wife, and everyone's like, oh, Beyonce got that money. She's at, what, $470 million? $440 million. $440 million. Yeah. He's at $1.3 billion. He just dropped that out of his pocket right now, you know? Here's a little shocker, and I don't understand why. Guess how much Rihanna is worth? Ooh, I'm going to say... Like two hundred. I'm going to say $500 million. How about one point seven billion? Good. Wait, what? What? Yes. Business ventures. It has to be. Let me see. So it's probably it's not liquid assets. It's probably actual assets. Yeah. Because Rihanna didn't do that much music. I yeah, mean, she she's, did. But. She's got her finger in the pie. Is what she's got going on. Oh, I mean. Oh, she's a fashion designer. Aha! Yeah. There it is. There it is. Yep. That's crazy though. Yeah. So yes, not only did the guy come from rags to riches, as he says in his songs, but he literally is one of the most um, one of the richest people in the United States. That's crazy. And he literally hip-hop's first billionaire. This week in music news. 
So I love that riff, by the way. I, know, I, love that. I wrote it. <laughs> so anyway, did you really hear that? No. That's what I said. That sounds like a sixty minutes thing, <laughs> right? Um, this is the week of April third. Yeah, twenty twenty two. Oh wow, not quite a bit going on in the news, but there are some interesting things. Uh, who here likes baby metal? Oh, I, I love, love baby metal. metal. Okay, love them. Why don't you explain to listeners who baby metal is? Baby metal is a uh, Japanese uh, band. Is it Japanese or Korean? It might. Uh, I think it's Japanese. You know, I'd have to look that up. I don't remember. Yeah. Either way, they're they're an Asian correct metal band, yes. and it's fronted by uh, uh, females, young females, all females, and the music backing are amazing. It's metal as hell. Yep. It's super just awesome and very progressive and. It's cool. Yeah, well, they've know. hung that hat up. <gasps> Wait, oh, no. no. Yeah. They te- they're teasing a new chapter. They're actually going EDM. Oh, what? Figures. Yeah. Figures. Yeah, so through the Metalverse, a restoration project called The Other One will reveal a side of baby metal we never knew existed. And then I watched the trailer, and it's all EDM with them singing on it. Oh. So they're not doing metal anymore. Kind of makes sense. That is heartbreaking. EDM, buddy. Yeah. Oh, Told stop you. it. Europe band. All right. Next in the news, we you know who Harry Styles is? Yeah. So he was in Wait, uh, the boy band uh, One Direction. Yeah, Harry Styles. He was like the Justin Timberlake of One Direction. Yeah. Nude Direction? One. One. A, there new, can, a nude erection. There can only be one. <laughs> All right, I got it, I got it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, so he broke the Spotify single-day streaming record, okay? Of course. Out of anybody, ever. In the history of Spotify. Holy crap. His new single he just released in the first day had 21.6 million streams. In one day? In one day. Oh. He's so popular, though, when it comes to, like... Uh, well, he's an actor, too, because he was in the end of um, he has a, Eternals. He has a makeup yeah. line. He's, he's also got, with uh, Olivia Wilde. Yeah. And so honestly, he's another Jay-Z guy who's, like, yeah. branching out and doing all kinds of... Good for him. Not going to lie, though. His makeup line is actually pretty pretty fire. The first why, why, the record why would you he broke. Say those words to me know. right now. <laughs> not not bad. <laughs> why would you even say those words? The record he broke. Who held it is uh, Anita, a song called Involver. I have no. That idea was eight point six million in a single day. Dude, he almost Wait, tripled so, that. So eight point six million in one day was the was the record. That was the record, and he just broke it with twenty one point six million. That's like wow. freaking four times the amount. Yeah. Holy shnikes! Well, I don't know, you yeah. talk to any like any like present day female, and you say like Harry Styles just dropped a new song instantly, like they're gonna be on it. Like, is he that good? Uh, no, I mean, is he? I don't. It's I don't a, know. He came from a boy band. It's like a Justin Timberlake thing. Everybody wow. loved One Direction. Still do. Oh yeah, it's your, like your, BTS. Your sister Reagan was uh just infatuated with them. Oh no, infatuated. Yep. Yeah, so wow. every girl. That's crazy. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot, man. That's. Good for him, though. Good yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Um, in sadder news, not a death, but oh. we just found out that Miley Cyrus tested positive for COVID nineteen. Tweeting about her diagnosis overnight, April first, Cyrus said she didn't regret any of the tr- any of the trips she was on tour. Traveling around the world, playing for a hundred thousand people a night and meeting hundreds of fans every day increased the chances of me getting COVID. But I have COVID now, and it was definitely worth it. She says that's awesome. Listen, I, I will. I'm gonna. I don't care if I get flack for this or not. I love Miley Cyrus. Yeah, so do I. I think she's. Yeah. She's just got this like I don't give a f attitude, and yep. it's super cool to see that as a. You know, I mean, you're coming from being. She was in Hannah Montana. Di- she was Hannah Montana from Disney, right? Yeah. Wait, she was. Yeah. I thought Hannah Montana was like their own person. 
Oh boy! Oh, wow. But her dad being this country guy that did it. And her mom was a supermodel. Crappy song. I didn't know that. that. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't know that. But, I mean, she's coming out kind of doing her own thing, and she's just got this I don't give a crap. And she, by the way, has an amazing voice. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. She can freaking sing, dude. I love this whole, like, like dirty Pat Benatar thing she's got going on. And it's amazing. I think it's awesome, and I love seeing her do her thing, and she's just got... So much like uh, penchant going on. I love it. I love so it. So I hope, and just so we could get flagged for COVID information on Spotify, I hope that she takes ivermectin and gets rid of it real quick. Maybe some <laughs> a lot, some monoclonal colonial antibodies. Uh, and, uh, no, we wish so now we're, we're going to have that flag on our yeah, Spotify. Yeah, episode, great. So, you know, <laughs> we wish all the luck in the world to, uh, to uh, Miley Cyrus on her COVID yes. little journey, and she'll be fine, I'm sure. And then last in the news, this got me really super excited because I am a huge fanboy. Uh, Deftones frontman Chino Marino and Fars Sean Lopez tell NME that they are almost done and releasing a new Crosses album and tour. What? Which That's I awesome. love. I love Crosses. Yeah, yeah. Crosses is cool. Loved it. So they got a new album coming out. They have a single up. I heard it's really good. And they have a full album coming out soon. They're going to start a tour. That's awesome. Um, for up. listeners out there who aren't really familiar, so Crosses is a like an electronic it's very Depeche Mode. You yeah. remember Depeche Mode? It's like a oh, dark electronic. It's a dark electronic okay. um, with uh, Chino from Deftones yeah. being the singer and uh, the guy Far. from Far writing the songs and stuff, right? Yeah. So it's just kind of like a collab thing they do. And That's it's cool. cool. Yeah, I it's saw really live cool. at House of Blues on their first album. Oh, did you really? Oh, my God. It was so awesome. Really? Yeah, it was nice and small and intimate. And like it, the lighting was really cool and it was just very chill and it was awesome. That's awesome. It was a good show. Hmm. Is that so, our news? That's our news. No deaths. Hey. No deaths. Hey. hey. We made it a hey. week. For sure. I really wish I had a... Hold on. I, I actually do have... Hey. That's for no deaths this All week. Right. I like that. Good. So keep drinking Keith Richards' blood, guys. <laughs> we'll make it through another, another week. Uh, so that was Jay-Z. All right. Dude, tell me that guy is not badass. Yeah. He's not badass. Oh, I hate you. You just told me to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing, like, uh, somebody that came, and again, we're going to be talking a lot about a lot of these guys. In uh, the, the more uplifting, powerful stories are great to hear because mm-hmm. we're going to have a lot of heartbreaking stories as well. Yeah. You know, like we just did Buddy Holly last week, and yeah. that was heartbreaking, you know? And then we have a guy here who just came from nothing. Worked hard. Made, made more money than I'll ever see in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's just... He's amazing. So hopefully you guys like that. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe to all of our social media channels. Search for Icons and Outlaws wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and connect with your favorite people, right? We produce another amazing podcast called The Midnight Train. And if you're into unsolved true crime, the paranormal, or anything mysterious, and can laugh at the craziness in all of it, we think you'll love it. You can find links to that and all the other great content we're putting together over at AccidentalDads.com, our centralized network hub. Lastly, please consider supporting both shows by signing up to be a Patreon producer over at patreon.com forward slash accidental accident accident accidental dads. I want to grow up and go to high school too, Billy. 
<laughs> where for as little as five bucks a month, you'll get bonus episodes, exclusive content, and discount codes on merchandise for both shows and video bonuses, which is we're uh, going to be dropping here today, hopefully. By the way, jump on YouTube. I give you a little crash course on making content for your own podcast or music. Ooh. It's a little quick little walkthrough of the steps. Yeah, so make sure. To, yeah, do. YouTube. It's uh, YouTube.com forward slash accidental dads right now, I think is what we changed it to, right? Is that we're there now? Sounds I think. good to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the time this releases, that's what that right. will be. Yes. Right, right, right. So you make sure you're over there. Yeah, just doing a bunch of tutorials and stuff, kind of show you how to make uh, the music, show you how we do the things we do. And we're going to have a lot of behind the scenes stuff. So it's going to be fun. And there's going to be stuff on there from, uh, you know, the train as well as. Uh, icons and outlaws in which i'm extremely excited about all this like being able to sit around and talk to my best friend and my son about music and him not knowing a single thing (laughs) under pressure makes me feel like a failure but i get to teach him now Yes. So that's yeah. that's yeah. all that matters. But that's like that was like a gold moment right there. Yeah, that was. That pretty, was. That was yeah. I'm definitely soundbiting. <laughs> <laughs> like you don't get better than that, right? So thank you so much for listening to our episode on Jay Z. What's next week? Next week is. It, well, it could be a couple different things. What do you want it to be, Jeff? I think it's time we address the Foo Fighters. To be honest with you. 100%. With Taylor, you know, unfortunately passing away recently. And, you know, Dave's going to be going through a lot of stuff. And I have a feeling that, I hate to say it, but I have a feeling that they're going to kind of disappear off the radar for a while. And we're not going to get, you know. I want to place a bet. I think he's going to come back with something. Not come back, but come out with something new. Did you hear his metal project he did on the side? Yeah. I'm the not dude's a big, monster. I'm man. not a big fan of it. Like it was cool. It's, a, it's an old school metal. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Well, they did a cover of a song. It's called, well, the the band's called Dream Widow. Yeah, what was the cover they did? Um, I know what you're talking about. I had to look it. Yeah, up. it was like done on like an iPhone five. But I think that's a good one. <laughs> I, a lot of people know the Foo Fighters, obviously. They're Taylor, amazing. you know, just passed away, so it'd be a good, you know, kind of. There is a really strong history, and it shows the dedication that uh, Dave Grohl has. So yes, next week we're going to be talking about the one and only Foo Fighters. So thank you so much for listening to our episode on Jay Z, and in the immortal words of Jay Z, la da da da, hey hey hey, goodbye, good riddance.
We hope you enjoyed our song. And remember, you can listen to it anytime you want to on Spotify, Apple, or anywhere else you listen to your favorite music. Just look up Icons and Outlaws. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.